justice will be served and the battle will rage. This big dog will fight when you rattle his cage. You'll be sorry that you mess with the U.S. of A. Cause we'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us sound. Put your name at the top of his list. And the statue of liberty started shaking her fist. And the eagle will fly. And it's gonna be hell. When you hear Mother Freedom start ringing her bell. And it'll feel like the whole wide world is raining down on you. Sounds like some crazy people on the loose to me, man. Sounds like some NASCAR <laughs> rally. Right before <laughs> oh, man, no. See, you just got to be played because, look, you know, I've been out. I've been across the country. I've been all over the place. I mean, let's, let's be honest. I've been so since weekend before last, I have been in Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Wyoming, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, and Utah. And I'm telling you, man, people, and these are states that are all kind of connected together. They all basically have the same swing, the same old kind of feel to them. I mean, they all kind of have the same type of politics. And Colorado's a little more purple, but still, it's kind of interesting to listen to these people. These people are pissed, man. So, you know, now Georgia's kind of blue these days. And I was up in Georgia and I talked to some friends of mine. They're pissed. As far as I can tell, they're voting Republican. And I noticed that that senator up there, which – they didn't think was going to win. The Republicans up by 11 points. It looks like they're definitely, the Democrats are definitely losing that seat. Um, and I noticed some of the polls now are starting to swing back to showing that it looks like more like a red wave now. I see Biden drop five points in the poll. But ladies and gentlemen, before I even talk about that and, and introduce our co-host here, um, they tried to say he was at 46 <laughs> percent. Okay, I live in this country, and I know a lot of liberals. I know no liberals think he's doing forty six percent anything. Most of my my liberal friends put him in a thirty nine to forty percent in a borderline about him running again. Uh, some of them will give him the, the they're saying, okay, look, if you can give us something before uh, the next election, uh, then you can run again. And uh, and you know he they, they figured he had a victory with this whatever this plan was which was a joke and now it's starting to come back and bite him in the ass. It's just I just would like to see especially my liberal friends out there because I bitched to my conservative friends about this all the time. Just some straight honest truth. Look, we're going into a recession. Trying to keep telling most of America it's not is only going to hurt you in the election. And yes, Gene, that's exactly what that is. We'll talk about that later in the show. Uh, matter of fact, let's just. Hold on. Where y'all at? Turn that off. That's just a distraction at the moment. But uh, yeah, I started getting instant messages. But anyway, we really just want to get the tone set for this election. No cheating. I've already heard of cheating on both sides. We're not. We're, we're, what are we now? Um, how far are we out? A month? Yeah. Uh, a little, little. So it's tomorrow's the first. So, yeah, we're about 33 days, 34 days. I don't have to look exactly what data it's being held on. So we're there. November's here. It's getting chilly around the country. Man, it was nice up. up I was up west in Utah and Colorado. It was nice up there. It was cool up there. You know, you come out. You know, I didn't think about it because I didn't bring any, any any really winter clothes with me. So I was kind of like, wow, what the hell is this? And I was talking with John Goodwin. Uh, he's a friend of mine. He was the same way. He was like, <clears throat> you know, wow, shit. Because he's from L.A. I'm from New Orleans on Gulf Coast. And. 
Now, you don't really think <clears throat> this time of the year it's going to be cold, you know, because it's not down here. I mean, we're just now starting to see in mid-80s and some 50s or 60s at night, but usually about mid-60s or 70s at night. And that's going to come back up for a little while, and then it'll go back down. In October, we'll start settling in a little bit cooler pattern, unless it gets really cold up north, and then that can change things. But I haven't seen that yet. It is going to snow this weekend in uh, Colorado, people. I was just in your state. I like your state. I like West Colorado. It's beautiful. Uh, it's just fabulous up there. I stayed in Cortez, too, which I had never heard of before. <laughs> Not Cortez, Colorado, anyway. And I stayed up there. I stayed in Denver. Uh, we were in Mohead. We was all over the place. And we were in Pueblo. It's just, just it was, it's a really pretty state. We spent a lot of time on on the Apache Reservation, on the Navajo Reservation, on the Ute Reservation. Um, well, shit, half the half of Colorado is, and at least a chunk in New Mexico is um, Navajo. I mean, it's just all of a sudden you see Navajo Reservation. You're driving for like five hours, and still you're on the reservation. You're kind of like, wow. And, and these people are poor. Wait a minute. Somebody's been bullshitting me. I need to do an inventory of the Native Americans in this country or who's got the money because that's a lot of territory. And there's cities and stuff in there. Uh, so it's, and, and, oh, lots of, seen lots of casinos, you know, it's all throughout mm -hmm. the country. Weird. You be driving along the Ute Casino. Really? The Ute Casino? Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, you know, I was in a hurry, so I couldn't stop and gamble. I was uh, wanting to get up to Utah, check some stuff out. And see some other crazy people that I know, and some friends of mine up there, writers of the future, were up there as well. So it's always nice to visit. Ran into some groupies too, which was interesting. I'm out. I was in the back. I was doing a walkthrough. I was making a little video. And I was doing a walkthrough, and then back in the corners where all the, the famous people were signing and stuff, you know, signing autographs. So I'm walking through, and I stopped to look at some swords. Uh, you know, I'm looking at these swords, and this guy said, "What's well, double folded steel? And it's nine hundred dollars." What? I said, "Is it?" Damascus or something. I said, what are, you, what are you trying to sell me? Nine hundred dollars here, and I'm just arguing with the guy for shits and giggles, no other real reason. And uh, this guy comes up and he said, uh, "Can I ask you something?" I'm like, "Yes, or I mean, he asked me who I was. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and uh, I don't know. About ten minutes, there was a little group of fourteen, fifteen people. Uh, just knew who we were, knew me from the show, knew me from iCar, knew me from Ancient Aliens, things like that. It was. Uh, I was kind of like, "Okay." It's weird to get – I mean, I've been asked before to sign autographs, but it, it still weirds me a little bit. And it's not people who don't – I mean, if you want to ask me, it's fine, but it, it, it just weirds me out for some reason. I'm not big into it. you know. I'm not – my ego hasn't reached mic size yet. Get some time. Get there. Eventually, it'll get there then. Or Michelle. Michelle, are you listening to that? Been be right. careful, man. She'll she'll crush your nuts. Hey, 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 you be nice to Michelle. <laughs> I actually mentioned her in the acceptance uh, speech, if if we would have won. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, we were up for uh, podcast awards for uh, People's Choice Podcast Awards. We did not win. Centralists did not make it some other show. I can't even remember the name of it. They were racist yeah. against us. Man. <laughs> I don't know if they were racist against us, but uh, Todd, Todd does a good job over there uh, of keeping things together, but go check it out anyway. There's lots of shows that were put up. I mean, there were lots and lots of shows that were submitted. A lot of shows on that list. So, yeah, and there was lots submitted and uh, and you know, and still there was a good group of five or eight uh, that was so, uh, made it to the second round, but that was five or eight of, out of a couple hundred from different mm -hmm. submissions. So, it's it's a it's interesting place and it's um you know, go support it. It's nice for podcast people to have a place to go and, and try to win an award. Show some recognitions. I, some of them I don't know. I don't want to go there. Whoever sent me that I've seen that out of the corner of my eye. No, I don't know. Okay. I don't 
I don't know how some of them won, but that's not, that's a fan thing. Okay. For the first round of submissions, it's a fan thing. It's your fans voting. That's what always gets us into the nomination. But when this round two comes, it's not the fans that are voting. It's a group of people that, that had uh, submitted shows and stuff like that. So those vote on the second round. So then, and a lot of them, I would imagine do this every year. That's why I think some of these shows win uh, several years in a row. So this is what I'll do then. I'll have my own awards, right? We'll have our own, right? And then people can enter for a hundred bucks. We'll take a few thousand entrants, you know, a couple, and then we'll have an award. We'll make a one. You know what I mean? Like it's a little cute little thing. Make it look cute little thing. Have like uh, Amelia designers. She got like a lot of taste and 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 that type of consideration. And then we'll have it. We'll host it somewhere. We'll we'll go to like the worst part of the country, like Detroit. You know, like. like <laughs> <laughs> the place nobody ever wants. We'll, we'll invite people. <laughs> the place nobody wants to come, man. You know what I mean? Like we're we're in the ass end of America. Come on, join us. <laughs> we're in Oakland, California. Come on, Buffalo, New York. Here, woohoo! <laughs> oh, Buffalo, Buffalo. So, Joe, I want to talk about oh, the world. So, first of all, Vladimir we Putin. About? Hey man, you better look. The, okay, let's the, let's stop, nukes, stop. You do know he way. is. You do know he is my my great great uncle, right? So let's not be talking shit about him now. I don't want to send a nuke up your I'm ass. Slavic, I'm just warning you ahead of time, I'm, I'm man. Half, half Slavic, you know what? Putin and I come from the same goddamn area, Montenegro. It's, you know um, what I mean? Wait, wait, what? Not me. My, wait, my, wait, my wait, father, wait, 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 well, That's wait, why he made me a joke. Who, who told you this was a PG show? No, 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 please, no. This, this is late <laughs> night news, people. This is not PG by any means. No, it, it's it's barely R, man. I'm just, I'm just, we don't even know what PG means. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. You know, y'all. So, look, I don't want to offend anybody. You know but no, I started this is R. not for children. This, this is this is not for children. It's not a kid show. We're just getting warmed up. We idle so you know that. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So wait, no Putin. I keep hearing. You. Give Joe some time. We'll start whipping his Joe? pistol around. <laughs> so Putin's over there. Hey, look. Don't make me put the damn lightsaber on your ass, man. He's got a lightsaber. <laughs> Do not make me lightsaber your ass. <laughs> so this could be. I could shove this somewhere and you would be glowing blue, buddy. I'm just wanting. I'll, I'll call Captain that. Kirk, man. He's got that phaser that beats that lifesaver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whack you from across oh, man, the room. What do you, mean? you don't remember Luke shooting the phaser right? anyway. Nothing about all that. Spock and take um, that juggle the vein and twist it. Whatever the hell he does. One of the one of the while we're on this, one of the people who make these, um, it is going to become a sponsor on the network. And uh, there's a new one coming in. I got another one coming in. Oh, it's Obi Wan's. Does it's it got work? all the sound and all, you know. So it's, like, it's it exactly. Can you, can you physically cut things in half with it? Yes, man. It's got a supercharger. Yeah. Right these are the real swords. These aren't the, the toy stuff. They invented so, one that you can cut. So Tom's asking if you can call in. Can you call in? We. I don't think so. Do? I, don't, I don't. I've never been able. To, I don't think there's a call feature there on stream. Just there's as far as I know, there's no. not a. a Ask him, you know what you're asking him? Ask him if he's on an Apple and if he is, tell him to use the Google instead of the Safari and it should work for him. If that's what it is. If that's what it is. Technology. Hey, well, if there's any brilliant streamer people out there, y'all can log into the system too. It's only good um, for porno. I'm not knocking porno. porno either. I'm just saying. It's a, oh, and Christopher, yes. I, I, I just traveled throughout the western part of the United States. These people are more patriotic than even the South is. Um, it's 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 you get like testosterone patriotism going on. I don't know how to explain it. It's um, it's it's insane. 
And there were times when we were on these mountain roads and it was me, the wife, the two dogs, and five million rigs. There was nothing else, but there was places, literally, there were no cars but us. It was strange. And I, you know, I'm locked in on cruise control because it's 80 up there. So I just lock in the cruise control at 80 and I'm cruising along. It's comfortable. Well, you ride. went the same route. Yeah. Well, well, you went know, the same route that I went when, when I went through there. Yeah, the slowest part we went was 297 through Texas, but it's 75. But there's towns every so often. So you're cruising. You get a good cruise going on for 20, 30 minutes, and then you got to slow down and go through a town, and you bet you slow your yeah, ass down. Sure. To well, Texas towns. When, when you're up yeah. in the Badlands, there ain't nothing, man. It's, the towns are like 70 miles a piece or something. Oh, right? I mean, it's funny. Like in Utah, Utah's got one that's 85. So you're cruising along. People are blowing by me like at 100. Yeah. They go by the cop. The cop ain't even looking at him. He's like, look, you're not like I'm literally he's not even paying attention to him. Man. He doesn't have a BMW. He's at least he's keep up with him. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, no, I don't even think he cares. He'd look, maybe they were looking like 110. I guarantee you, those cops go to a different driving school than he's down here, too. I can tell you now. because uh, I did see a couple, man, they come out of nowhere. I've been doing an 85, and you see they're kind of like floating along, and they just blow by the, your car went. I was in a, a 2022 Camry. Uh, fully loaded. It's a nice little car, but it. Uh, what amazed me is at points it got forty-two and forty-four miles a gallon. I was yeah. stunned. I was like, "Wow, this is like having an eco car." You know, it's weird though. Like when you when you're going from like uh, let's say Utah into into Wyoming, there's this this road. I was in uh, Provo, so and I I went from Provo mm-hmm. uh, east. That Last road time we went through there. Yeah, roads got tons of switchbacks. You're going going 80 miles an hour, mind you, and then you got tractor trailers that are going also 80 miles an hour next to you, and then they're not making it in their lane. They're, they they kind of don't care what lane they're in, man. It's that's a ride. No, they're they don't they don't care about where their ass ends are. You'll hear them little things, you know, as it crosses over, and you're oh, like, yeah, really, dude, how close are you going to get to me? Um, it, it's and of course, you know, they do like just like they do out east. They have those runaways, those off ramps where if you, you lose your brakes go out or you you know do something stupid and you lose control, you can go off the off ramp and it runs yeah. up a hill and it stops so you can not kill everybody on interstate. Mm-hmm. But, if you're a truck, um, but if you're just a car, you can get bumped off the road easy, man. And oh, then you know yeah, it is it's, it's the and winds. Two, so right. as you're cruising, you got these unbelievable winds that can come from any direction. And, I, I, and I was really seriously not- thinking about this, and, and I might even write to my congressman about this. Uh, being on the highway right now for motorists is dangerous with all the rigs on. So what they ought to do is they ought to say, look, rigs are limited from 12 a.m. to 12 p.m. That's drive time for them. They got to, or not even that, give them 10 hours, not even 12 and let the motors to the rest. Cause it's crazy, dude. I mean, these rigs are everywhere. And you know, most everybody now down here, everybody drives a truck or big old SUV, but everywhere else in the country, these people driving these little compact cars that Camrys and Corollas. Uh, uh, and- yeah, you know, just you know, like the one I was in. I mean, they say it's full size. I ain't full size. I used to own a, a, a Olds ninety eight. That's full size. I don't know what this shit is. This is like half size. I mean, it's a great car. I don't want to take away from the car because it is a great car, but um, but it's, it's, too light. It's just way too light. And well, I, I actually came up with a better, better plan for that because I agree with you that the trucks. <laughs> The 18 wheelers should not be on the road with passenger cars. They're just too large and dangerous. So I came up, I developed a, a road system where you have it's it's a, basically an eight lane system. You got two lanes on either side for passenger cars only, maybe up to three. And then each lane has its own uh, speed limits and, and minimums. So you have to you know get on the ramp and you have to attain certain speed to get on it. 
And then you have a double JRC barrier in the middle with, with also two lanes going both ways for just the trucks. And they're, they can get off and stay on the passenger road for, you know, a mile or two to get off at their next exit, what have you. And then above that, you have a raised deck where you have a no speed limit line. It's, it's for sports cars only. And you pay to get on, you pay to get off like the Jersey Turnpike. And I, I think if we could do that, separate the trucks from the passenger vehicles, it would be a lot safer. There'd be a lot less deaths on the highway, but it would take a Herculean effort to build these roads in that way because you're going to have to make enough space for at least, you know, four to six lanes for a separate car and separate, you know, well, uh, they, when, when they When they originally built the interstates, they should always build an expressway above the interstate. That way people like when you're passing through a big city. Well, half these people aren't going down there. They're going through the damn city. Right. They're going so the past. people who got to go down and need to go underneath because they do this here. Um, underneath, they, they have the expressway underneath. And anybody who wants to exit, one of the local exits goes that way. Anybody who's just trying to get across the, the, the west bank of the city just gets on the expressway and it goes. There's only two exits and it goes and that's it. And you're off. And you don't have to sit in all that traffic. It's not a big pain in the ass. And it relieves traffic from below because these people are now above you cruising instead of trying to weave through where you are. Um, it works nice. And, and I've seen it in one or two other cities, but most cities, for some reason, just won't do it. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to try and grab more land, just build one above the other one. Unless you're like L.A. or somewhere. Richmond, Virginia finally did that. It's not it's not necessarily an expressway, and it is a raised deck. But when you get to the city, you know, instead of going down 95 through Richmond, there's 295, which goes around. And it's, it takes another, I think, 30 minutes to get around the city. But oh, yeah. you don't you have to deal with the city's, you know, rush hour traffic. Yeah, and, that, that's and a bumper to bumper oh, yeah, because they had spurs and loops and cutoffs and stuff like that. Right. But, Mike lives up there in the sticks where they don't have things like this. They just got two-way highways. As no, they're still as using as horses up there where Mike's at. <laughs> you know Crazy what I like, man, when I travel, I've learned this. If you're not really in, in a total – because, you know, the, the, the interstates are just breakneck speed. You really – it's intense, man. you got to focus on what you're doing. You, yeah, there's you no do. sight. There's nothing to see because they, they destroyed the character of the country when they built those those super slabs, you know. You take the state routes, which is still 65 miles an hour in a lot of places, yeah, but you yeah. get to go through some smaller towns. You, you get to stop and get the local flavor. And they say it takes longer, but I'll tell you, just seeing the places, it feels like it takes less time because it keeps your mind busy, you know? And there's no giant tractor trailers because those guys are out there working, man. They don't care what you're doing. You know, they're they're out there getting stuff one place to another. God love them, you know what I mean? Because it's important, but, but yet... It used to be they couldn't go uh, faster, fast as a car. It used to be they couldn't go faster than 50 miles an hour on this road. Yeah. And now right. they, no, they, no, they could only go 55, right? So when I was going to go whatever speed they want. You know? When I started driving way back when, truckers just sped everywhere. I mean, they were causing major accidents all over the country. Yeah. And then finally, in the late 80s, early 90s, they cracked down on them. And then when they cracked down, they cracked on them. They even caught them speed, and that was it. You were getting major tickets. And then thanks to COVID, They've loosened their reins. I mean, these guys, I'm doing 85, and this guy goes blowing by me. This is this is an 18-wheel, probably full of crap, doing 100 miles an hour on interstate. I mean, if he loses it, he just took out half an interstate with him. And yeah, for, like 100,000 pounds worth of stuff if he's loaded up. You know, I just, you just, it's just, and and I understand why these guys are doing it because they got them on tight schedules and they're paying them big money for, you know, they're trying to double up and triple up on their loads, making sure they got a load going and coming. I understand that, but. Look, you got to remember, there's other people out there on the road, and there's lots. And when you get in places like, like you'll notice where you can see when you're going, these interstates converge 
and like going through Albuquerque, you're going or going through Amarillo, going through Dallas. You know, you come flying up there. There's traffic everywhere. Six, seven, eight lanes of traffic, and uh, and all of a sudden, you five of those lanes are now hogged up by rigs. And, and was, those rigs, a lot of them down there from Mexico, they can go 400 <laughs> miles over the border. You know, they made that rule a long time ago. So, I mean, that, it's, it's, that, it's, that really it's makes truck drivers angry because it's, it's crazy, it, bro. It's not the same inspections on those trucks. It's not the same licensing. And a lot of these drivers, they're the ones who will do 100. Now, remember that one guy was going downhill somewhere. I think it was Colorado when his, his brakes burned out. He killed a load of people. You know, yeah, because it's, it's not hard to do. I mean, it, it's you know? dangerous out there when you're on the road with these big rigs. And we really need to rethink the way America does this. And, uh, you know, I already noticed a lot of these drivers prefer to drive at night. Um, where they can, There's a lot, lot of them prefer to drive. Like midnight. Less traffic. Yeah. You, it's you less traffic. It's easier on their rig. If, if it's your you own breeze, rig, it's easier. Breeze right through DC. You yeah. can breeze right through. Yeah, I mean, you're cruising night, along, you the day, you going, and you can go park somewhere and take a, and, and take a nap until it's time for you wherever you're going to open. Yeah. Uh, and that's it's easier on them. It's easier on us. But we need to redesign it the way it is. But anyway, people, I know. I'm sorry, I got everybody off on that rampage because. I just spent 60 hours on the highway. So it's, you know, <laughs> you notice a lot of crap when you're out there. And there's a lot of other stuff I noticed. We'll, we'll filter that in throughout the show. So I want to get back to Uncle Putin. So he he formally annexed these these four territories now, right? Isn't that what just happened? Yeah. Kershaw, Donetsk, uh, Luhansk, and Zaporizhia. They had a and sham he doesn't vote. occupy them all the way 100% either. Right. They had a sham vote. So, they they made people vote by the end of a gun. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's what you got right now. And then we're saying we're going to defend. We're, we're just saying we're not we're not gonna let you do it. So now now it's right there, and he's saying, okay, if you enter our territory, we'll use all all of our means of destruction against you, and blah 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 blah. So, yes, and that's why I played that song at the beginning of the show because uh, Putin gonna learn just like Iran learned. He looked pretty Iraq good today. Gonna... I tell you, when when he gave his speech, his face and everything, he, he did you know he looks a little chunky, like he could be on steroids. But I think he's just nuts. You know what I mean? But man, the people in the audience there, and then. Have you seen the soldiers that he's putting out there? These old old men, these guys who are like in the seventies and oh, oh my no. god! Wow. And, uh, but he had to return a lot of them. anybody who had uh, kids under the legal age got returned. Uh, I don't which, know about that. I, no, no, they I, were I showing to be in Bragg. I, I was I was they had surprised. A fake rally, you know, they they bust people in from all over to to be a part of this rally that they had. You know, the flat, the fanfare, and the flags last night in, in Russia and all that. You know, but uh, it's they're going forward. They're going forward. They're daring NATO. NATO. NATO is off the walls. I mean, they were they were very angry about all this and saying we're not going to recognize that Russian as, as Russian territory. And you know, and now the Ukraine is pushing to become a NATO member uh, even harder. And then yeah. they're thinking of saying, yeah, we "Okay, can't, we're, not, we're gonna we'll we'll veto that." So I'm not oh, oh, and then that. let's talk about the sabotage to the pipelines going to Finland and Sweden. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Now that's interesting because it was in deep water. And it was key packaging the way it was done. So they caught who did it. It was oh, Greta Thunberg. Thornburg. It was oh, she. Thornburg. She was like, "How dare you!" <laughs> and then she, she, she. Thornburg would not pollute the she, water. She's now. been taking diving lessons all this time, and that's why she went out there. Poor Greta. With the, the, they call it the green bomb. Greta, we love you, baby. How, how dare you? We love you, she's Greta. Um, you know, I don't hear much about Greta anymore. Thank God, too. I could not. She's got that twitchy like eye. That. She's all mad. <laughs> yeah, some better girl. I just did not like. It. It's a. Uh, I felt like it was a grab for fame. Yes, people. They made money from it. Uh, well, they they were wealthy to begin with. It was uh, they're wealthy hippie couple. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, it's it's 
So I, I don't know. I don't know. Putin makes me a little nervous. I don't think he wants to launch nukes on the continental U.S. because that means we're going to launch nukes on on Russia. And uh, so, and you don't make us come over there with our lightsabers, easy, you bastard. I'll tell you though, it was coming. Um, Uncle Putin there said the right thing. He wasn't wrong when he said it was the United States who used nuclear weapons twice on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and he said they set the precedent keep that in mind so that's 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 very real that means he's thinking about it that means yeah, he, he's that's a way out of context mike if you, if you go back to world war not II, for him no not no, for him no, no. but for, for the rest of the world it is for the world after we dropped the first nuke on japan they asked hirohito emperor hirohito will you now uh capitulate will you now give up and he said no we will continue to fight until every last man woman and child lives and breathes on our Japanese islands. So they dropped the second one, and then he gave in. And he didn't give in because of the nuke. He gave in after the nuke dropped because Russia was was bringing their forces to the edge of China in, in Manchukuo province. They were bringing their troops to the edge. They were getting ready to go across the Sea of Japan and invade Japan. They were more afraid of being Russian no, that than anything Putin. else. So they didn't care about the nuclear weapons at all. I'm not they, talking they about Vietnam. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about Hiroshima. I'm not talking about World War One. I'm not talking about uh, uh, ancient history of the Revolutionary War. I'm talking about Vladimir Putin and what he has in his mind and what he's using in his mind to justify. I'm talking about psychology. This yeah. guy is using that, and he said it the right way to his people. That's how he's justifying the future use of nuclear weapons. He's thought about it to a strategic point in his mind. That's a frightening thing. Because once you once no. you get used, I hope to his people idea, are watching him because we're gonna nuke him if he once, does. Once yeah. you get the once you get used to the idea of, of of that, then then it's already set in motion. You know, it's like a mental dress rehearsal. It's already set in motion. I watched this movie called By Dawn's Early Light. You ever see that movie? No, from, from way back. I've been watching old horror movies and old scary movies, and this is get more of a nuclear watch movie. People. So this 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 separatist group goes into Turkey and they get control of a nuke and they launch it against the Soviet Union and then uh, actually struck in the Ukraine, which is kind of funny, you know what I mean? But but then Russia's response was a, a computer automatic that they launched their nukes against us. Now you can recall missiles and things like that. You know, the, the technology back then was much different, though. But if you think about the automation of war and what one thing demands another and then they were negotiating acceptable losses, man, They've already thought about this way more than anybody else has. This yeah. is what they do. No, they, they ain't they thought about it. Yeah, well, our, our general. Remember the movie War Games? That. War Games, yes, where you the... got Matthew Broderick and he hacked in, you know, big, big floppy disk guy. He hacked See, hacks into this, NORAD. One thing I know about Putin, he's a narcissist and he's got grandkids, he's got kids, and he does want his legacy to go on. So he knows any real new now. Is not gonna. It's not gonna end well for his country. Their nukes. Half of them. They've been test trying to test fire nukes over there for ten years. About one out of every thirty they try actually launches. The, the movie uh, and, just and made the ability to shoot a lot of them loses. down there. Plus, the Elon Musk already said. Loses. Elon Musk already said that he would uh, use his drones to knock anything out of the sky that came anywhere around the United States because he lives here too. So what he's talking about, in case y'all don't know, he's got that big fleet of Starlink satellites up there, five thousand of them now. He will blanket our country. He will just, all he's going to do is ram them into him, and they're done. We um, got to keep an eye on on that dude. He's like a James Bond superhero. He is kind of a James Bond yeah. superhero. You know he's super I mean? villain superhero guy. I worry about Bond. it. 
What worries me about building his colony on Mars instead. No, he's, he's talking about AI. Like, AI is Elon, I love you, mankind. man. Now he's ready to roll out these AI robots. He's like all hey, look, set to, to Elon, roll Elon, I, I, you're my man crush, Elon, but you, know, you scare me sometimes, just being honest. Uh, but he does, people. I'm sorry. He scares me. And he's honest about a lot of stuff. Even like with his cars, he said, you know, we're not ready for full electronics yet or full electric cars yet. He said, you know, and he went on to explain why. But yet the media just ignored all of that and talked about how great he was and for inventing the electric car. I'm like, well, he didn't invent the electric car. I he feel like he's got a stuff. secret button that he can hit to blow up all those cars at once, uh, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> or, or even worse, even worse, he pushes another button and all the cars come to where he wants them to be and he kidnaps everybody in the vehicle. Yes. There well, you go. know, there's there's a Doctor Who where they do that. The car goes out and emits poisonous gas and kills everybody. See. Uh, so you just never know what's going to happen with these ladies. <laughs> that was just dumb. Um, guys and girls, I mean, there's a lot going on. and Putin does scare me. Uh, hopefully because he does have his own kids and grandkids and stuff that he won't start a nuclear war. But I got to be honest with y'all. I'm not sure if a small tactical nuke is used that we will retaliate. We won't. I can already tell you the United States won't. So will NATO or will one of the other countries do it independently, like the Ukraine or France or somebody else, Turkey, France, somebody else? Any, any nukes? nukes could do it. I mean, I, know, I think at that India, point. We're going to end up giving them a lot more in the way of, uh, you know, like cruise missiles and things like that. It's gonna, it'll be a full blown war if he does that. It doesn't have to be a nuclear retaliation. It just has to be a full blown war. Just yeah, the other be. day, they they caught uh, four ships, uh, Chinese and Russian, up up by an Alaskan island. You know, uh, missile boats just kind of tanking around, and there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of uh, positioning right now. A lot of positioning. Just the other night, I heard a whole bunch of military planes fly over. Is something that's very rare, you know. Uh, I'm not far from from like a Lockheed Martin, and they got helicopters. But this was this was military heavy mm. heavy planes. You know what they sound like. And there was a lot of them. It was around, uh, you know twelve. 30, I, I can 12, tell you this: night. both China and Russia's crapping because our number one aircraft carrier went into action today, or actually yesterday. It is deployed. We just sent our biggest. One one of yeah. our new uh, destroyers, man, the the new slick, slick one, Z Walt, right? Yeah, yeah. We got we, uh, well, we, what are they carrying? Forty two ships, one submarine. Z Walt might be with them. Uh, we sent it up to China. Ships. So uh, they're sailing. China, man. This is the second fleet that patrols between the United States and Europe and Asia and Russia. That's what they right. do. So we just put that super carrier out there, and yeah. the one that was supposed to be ready five years ago. What is it? The Gerald Ford. It's actually finally in operation, and uh, from right here, she is badass. Got no whoever wrote that. No, we all just always. Let me tell you something, you know, about being on a carrier because I served on the Nimitz. There's always at least one sub lurking around. Usually, there's two or three though. Don't ever let them bullshit you. But Joe, uh, let me ask you this: You're a Navy man. You got high clearance. You're 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 the guy in the know, actually, because you you do you know all these things. Uh, you know what? People don't understand that Joe's depth of knowledge when it comes to things like you know it's kind of funny because we're not all sitting here like millionaires you know what i mean mm -hmm. but but there's think tanks out there that could use people you know that that have an, an idea for what's happening in the future and facts and all that anyway but let me ask you this this is a simple question why do we name these carriers after such dumb bastards <laughs> you know Gordon? you know you said that and i asked that about five years ago six years ago when the name came out I said, we're going to name it after the second dumbest president in the history of the United States. I was like, mm. I mean, there's some really great heroes that could, these things could be named after, but for some reason. So it's actually a Gerald Ford class. It's not just 
it, it's anyway, it's one of them things we're stuck with, but she's a beast. I, I have a hard time. Way. Teddy Roosevelt was a badass. He's the guy that you can name aircraft carrier after because he was a badass and he had a conscience, you know, I mean, like, but you know what? The other presidents, you know, and Bill Clinton, you I'm know, not feeling it. <laughs> on, 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 uh, the USS Bill Clinton, that would just scare me. Uh, not, submarine. Not kind of the, the so, submarine Bill Clinton, I can see. That's kind of the... <laughs> lurky, sneaky is, bastard. You know, yeah, I can see that, on, too. Under the water, the big penis. You know, um, I got I got a picture from a friend of mine that works in Regal Airspace of something that was filmed in the desert not far from where Area 51 was. This thing, you ever see, uh, what is it? What was the TV show? Um, dun, 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 Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They have a flying supercarrier. can go in the water. Well, there's a picture of one of these things hovering out in one of the big deserts out there, just sitting at, at least the size of the Joe Ford, if not bigger. It was just, and it's definitely not aliens. It's definitely something that we're working on. But you know, we've just re- learned something. The, the new technology, the way drones operate now, we're learning by supercharging certain types of engines, we can make much larger things in the space. I mean, into the uh, atmosphere now. Some of these drones are jet propelled, but there's a lot of stuff now. We can put a drone up now, a big drone, the size of an airplane. We can put it up there for 13, 14, 15, 16 hours. Do you see the cruise charge. missile? This cruise missile they're just coming out with that can go 10 times faster than these hypersonic Oh, missiles. Oh, yeah. We, we we got crazy with the hypersonic shit. It's, uh, the United States can't help itself. That's, that's it another reason. It didn't take long, did it? They put people well, to work. It didn't take long. Like, I'm, I'm close to Lockheed Martin. I know people there and whatever. This They got some amazing stuff. They don't talk about a lot what's going on, but they just got a well, A lot contract. of stuff gets – so a lot of things that get – get started in these big companies and they get put on hold because the government doesn't mm. have the money or doesn't need it. So we were at peace. So we weren't developing stuff. We were letting stuff be developed, but then Obama, it would be frozen. Obama ran us into the ground well, uh, in the military. He, he ran the military into the ground. He Trump did. Was the and one and, and liberals are really bad for the government. Now, liberals like Biden aren't, though. If it was up to Biden, he'd actually beef up the military. He's, he's just that kind of ass. Because he's a warmonger. He's a cranky he warmonger. warmonger. And Hillary would have been the same way. And I uh, see Hillary's um, was in, she would have ripped Putin's nuts off already. <laughs> she just said Putin. But stop you got it, Biden calling out the dead people. You got Biden inviting dead people up on stage. Actually, maybe that's who I, he's trying to shake hands with all the well, time. Well, I think it's going to really happen. Maybe he's soon. ready to cross over and he sees he's seeing dead people. I, I, hey, I but, wouldn't. I wouldn't Uncle doubt Barry. that uh, if Putin <laughs> used a nuke, that someone in his country would assassinate him. Because I, and I guarantee you, they would do it quickly and contact the United States immediately and say, "Look, he's dead. He's out of the way. Let's negotiate this." Wouldn't be enough money um, involved, would it? You know, well, no, because it'd be power, not money. Dirty Think about it. If you can take Putin out, cheap. if you can take Putin out and and keep the Europeans and the Americans as an ally for doing it, then it's going to be a lot harder for anybody in that country to come back and remove you from dirty power. D- Just like what's his name cheap. with the uh, you know bird poop on his head? What was his Gorbachev? Name? Gorbachev, yes. Just like him, that's the reason he maintained powers because Europe backed him. Um, so that can be done over there, but it has to be done quickly. And uh, it, it, that's only if it's launching nuke. No, right now, no one right now over there is going to challenge Putin or try to assassinate. I mean, there's been, according to the CIA, there's been at least two attempts, but or something that was published by the CIA. But, but you have to see attempts. what's going on in the field. They send Russians in, the Ukrainians kill them. Now, you know, obviously we're giving them unbelievable intelligence reports on, on Russian movements. As soon as they put groups together, they blow them up like they're nothing. They got shoulder rockets and trees and whatever, and these guys are doing it the right way. Now they're debating whether to give them a whole bunch of high, like sophisticated tanks to start rolling after the Russians. So it's, it's just kind of, you know, what can we add in now? It's like a video game where you keep, 
you know what? Command and conquer, man. You're mining your ore. You make your money, <laughs> and when you have enough, you start buying. You buy your defenses. You get your your you know your tanks. You get all the other stuff. Your offenses, whatever, and then you put it together. So with us, it's like we didn't we didn't rush in right away to to really you know say here's cruise missiles, go to town, do what you got to do because that would have been the act of war or whatever. But Putin's already declared war on us multiple well, times. Well, when when Putin took all them drones. Things. When Putin took all them uh, high-tech drones from Iran, which they got the technology when they shot ours down, um, that pretty much allowed us to start giving them better weapons. Uh, but, you know, Putin, uh, the Ukrainians lost a tank battle. Was it today, I think, actually? Uh, they got pushed back, but it was a good battle. Escalation, and, and- man, escalation. Ukrainians are capturing Russian assets, <laughs> laughing about it. Russians are giving up. They're deserting. You know, these old, yeah, old because, guys, they don't want to be there. Yeah, do you want to die? You know, I would doubt a lot of these in the end end up fighting for the Ukraine just because because I've seen, you know, videos from a couple of different reporters in the field showing these guys just walking up and, you know, putting their hands up and, and being turned over because, look, why do you want to die for Putin? I mean, what I mean, what exactly is Putin trying to do here? He's already well. He said he's an, he's already annexed you know Crimea from him. Now he's annexed four more. Probably. I mean, what what is he, what is his final goal here? It doesn't look like the Europeans are going to allow him to take the whole country because it looks like Europe's going to ratify them into the EU. They drew which, a red line. They said that Ukraine's Ukraine and you can't annex, annex any of it, and we're going to fight you. This is what NATO said. This is what Biden said today. Mm. So I mean, that's that's the way it is, man. Unless they roll back. Well, Biden's going to roll back because we're too close to an election. Stock market's uh, crashing. You see what's going on. It's already yeah. below. We're, we're, we're too. We're, we're too. We're too close. Yeah, we're, we're too close to an election for him. He he keeps talking like that. He'll, the whole party will get flushed out. I think he's uh, going to have a, a the country. Throat. The country is 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 war weary. We're not, you know, because nobody's really messing with us. They're not even messing with our allies. Ukraine is cool, but technically, Ukraine's not even an ally of the United States yet. Um, I mean, they're just a country that there's been nothing but corruption since they've left Russia. So, and, and a lot of what Putin says probably is true. I'm not talking about the Nazism, but a lot of the other stuff he says probably is true. The, the government's probably unbelievably corrupt. Um, so I'm not, I'm not taking that away, but I still don't think they should have like invaded the country. Well, yeah, like his. <laughs> exactly like his. Russia, so, right. yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he should know because his is so corrupt itself. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know, you know how many of his friends and oligarchs have just died just of suffocation or a six, yeah, yeah, or they've slipped and fallen out of a hotel window. His allies are up. walking away. The, the countries that support him around, even Tajikistan or yeah. whatever. Well, and, because they know uh, it's fixing Ka- the They're, they're uh, all walking away from him. They, they don't want only China parties. and Iran is really standing up for him. Oh, and wait, on a whole side note, I forgot to bring this up at the beginning of the show. Cuba, I think, has formally asked uh, to become friends with us officially. Uh, wow. I think they want to open them? up full Can trade. Can we unfriend them like Facebook? We, we, we already have unfriended them like Facebook. So <laughs> it looks like uh, Trump, I mean, Obama tried to do something with him, but, you know, it was just more corruption. They, then they went after our ambassadors and stuff. And then Trump said, screw you, buddy. The and Russians, went, that was Obama. the Russians, though, that went after our ambassadors. They, and they uh, killed them. Remember, yeah, they, 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 they used the... Uh, the sonic waves. They, they, they no, they didn't kill them. They, they damaged their, their hearing and all. Pretty they much. They, if they, if they didn't kill them, we'd have had to consider that an act of war. They killed some uh, of them overseas. There was ones in Japan. Oh yeah, there was. Well, there was something that happened in Turkey, but it wasn't our people. They got killed, and uh, somewhere else it happened. That it, you know, they basically using microwaves. Uh, 
high sonic rays, any of those things, ultrasonic rays, any of that stuff can mess you up pretty good. So mm. it's a, it's a nasty thing, but it's a silent killer. You don't hear anything. You don't see anything. You just start dying. It's kind of like, radi- it's like kind of like uh, radiation Bond. poisoning, you know, yeah. just, yeah. yeah. Next thing you know, you're feeling good. Next thing you know, you're dying. I mean, it's, it's so how you know that Elon Musk's all these satellites that he can't just click a button and use the same microwaves and just kill everything on the earth. Let me tell you something above, about Elon. Above so like 50 pounds, you know, like first off, ladies and gentlemen, Elon has a set like this. I mean, literally, because Putin said something to him and he stood up toe to toe. He said, excuse me. He said, I guarantee you, I can build satellites faster than you can build missiles. And I will knock every one of your missiles out of the sky if you try to send them our way. And he means it. And these satellites are big enough to knock his missiles out of the sky. And you know what? I guarantee you his technology is plenty good enough to go over there and do it. This guy does not do anything half-assed. And we can judge just from his space programs knowing them satellites can probably stand up and clap. Um, I, I wouldn't. I think Elon's telling the truth. And if I was Putin, I wouldn't push him on it because I think he would go after ICBMs it. is one thing. But then he would charge our government solid- for it. Solid fuel missiles uh, that can be launched with submarines or anything else, you know. And then anything they, they that just, goes into space, he should be able to knock down. They they go close to the ground, you know, a couple hundred feet above the ground. They hit their target, and that's it, man. I mean, well, but, way way things actually for any kind of missile missile, they're airburst anyway. So they come in, they arc in, they drop out of space. Usually, they multiple warhead. They'll open up, drop out how many warheads they got, and then they'll get to a certain height designation and they explode. Yeah, uh, that's why a lot of times when you see a detonation, yeah, a lot of times when you see a detonation, the thing directly beneath it, like a building, is still standing, and everything around it is completely flattened. Uh, it was because it's it's just it's just the way they do it. It get maximum range out of the weapon. It, it doesn't um, make sense for Putin to nuke yeah. anything in the Ukraine. On the same token, though, it's at, not that's just the territory they're looking to go in. Even a tactical nuke, even that where the radiation is still going to pour into Russia, you know. But London is no skin off of his jib. And that would well, be a huge response. I mean, that, that that would be he. Russia would be gone. We wouldn't even get a chance to launch. They're the really Europeans blaming would so the UK, fast. though. Isn't that weird? They're they're not blaming the U.S. as much. They're blaming specifically the U.K. Because it, well, so, if you so look at Iran. our response to this, that's what I'm saying. Because if you look at our response to this, we're we're kind of lackluster to this. We're just doing it because we're required because we're friends with all these other countries. But really and truly, it's not like we've done in other places where we just come in and just dump shitloads of equipment and money and equipment. We're not doing that. We're we're having limited responses to this. Uh, oh yeah, we'll give you a hundred of these, five hundred of these, a thousand of these. We'll give you this kind of money. But I mean, I haven't heard. Of, oh, let's give them five hundred billion and let's send a couple of ships over there and a couple of tanks and Avery Averys. Well, we, we Do you realize if we sent them one battalion of Averys, they could roll all the way to fucking Moscow with them? I mean, really? I don't even know what the Russians would do with them, Avery, especially the a- new ones with the Abrams. double shielded system. <clears throat> yeah, Abrams is some badass tanks. Well, they got the new ones now. They're double. So Abrams, yeah, we can talk about this. Abrams have a shielding system. First part is if you hit it and it explodes, it, it make, creates an explosion outward. So there's little packets yeah. around the thing so it makes an outward explosion so it doesn't come in. They also have electronic shielding. So a lot of times it, it's like it acts like a greasy, slippery surface that shoots it armor. off. So, so responsive armor is, is supposed to launch a projectile out to hit whatever's coming in to get it. If you look at a tank, you'll see little square packs. All yeah, over but 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 there's also there's also electronic armor now. Yeah, uh, the, the Avery's installed it about five years ago. It's been being tested, and it really is supposed to act like like if someone just covered the place in grease 
and it just slides off of when it hits it, it just deflects. Dude, in Lockheed direction. Martin just put a huge megawatt laser on on F 16s. I mean, you know, you know, it's it's we're at that point where you know, I mean, and a laser is a laser. Let me tell you about laser people. You know, you can have your hypersonic, you can have your missiles, but all you have to do is fix that laser on that device, and it, it's done for. It heats up the electronics, it, it blows it up. Well, it's history, man. So you know, it'll pull out of the sky. Most most Americans, well, most Americans don't. Uh, under Ronald Reagan, and this is still in effect, there was a, a deployment. We were we were going to develop a six tier missile defense seal. X wing fighter. I wish one of these days we might get one, and I'll, and I'll get the lightsaber out later. But um, that's what but, it looked like to me. The F sixteen with the laser under it, it looked like an yeah. X wing. Well, so Un- unlimited shots because they're they have a new power supply. That was a problem with lasers for a long time. Yeah, well, you well, because most of them are, most of them are dry celled anyway, which give you decent amount of power and you can carry a lot of those dry cells on a plane but but now um, it's like lockheed martin came in over the top when it came but the to laser wasn't the problem done in time the laser since obama's era we've had uh 727s that can fly around their, their job is they're supposed to fly a, a figure eight over the united states one plane and it's got a weapon on it and it can shoot up to three thousand missiles in an hour so it's plenty one plane and especially if you got one in europe there are plenty enough to shoot down any missiles being shot this way but it was never the power of the laser. Even the electronics of the laser, it was a guidance system. We could never get the son of a bitch to stay on the target. They would hit it, and it would follow it. And then before it could blow it up, it would lose it. And then sometimes it would lose the missile completely. Um, so they were having big problems with the guidance system. Finally, though, I heard all that was worked out. And then what Michael's talking about, they've got a, I don't know what they call it, ultrasonic, supersonic. Anyway, it's a supercharged laser system now. Uh, it's supposed to cut down the explosion time. So a laser might have had to hit something and hold it for like, say, a minute or, or two minutes and before it melted it. These are much more powerful. So you're looking at five or 10, 15 seconds and, and whatever it needs to do, it's done. And then somebody said that we're developing a, um, it's a ultra high frequency EMP wave, but it's a focus wave that you can send out in like a laser form and uh, knock missiles out with it. So, we're, I mean, we're getting serious, but it's getting back to... The missile isn't yeah. hardened against EMP. In almost every ICBM that I know that we have, they're hardened against any kind of EMP type yeah. of attack. Most of them are. I don't know about Russia so much because the EMP technology, most of their missiles are, who shit, 40, 40 plus years. So they, they may not have, or they may have tried to install it afterwards. I mean, remember, we've seen Russian planes crash down with GPS devices taped to their windows. So we Russia's just hasn't really had the money to spend on this until recently, thanks to Europe. Europe's to blame for the Ukraine. He, they gave him all the money. And Russia, Trump told him, don't trust Russia. Don't keep giving him his money for fuel. Y'all making him rich. And now he's using that money to blow up the Ukraine. So they were absolutely right about that. But anyway, the way, way these laser systems are, are very keen, they're working very well. But Ronald Reagan, when he developed Star Wars, put it put into motion. It's a six-tier missile defense system. So in the United States, along our, our coastlines and throughout, spread out around our country, you'll see these in D.C. most prevalent, we have different kind of missile launches. We have one that just shoots up and, and splatters this stuff out. It's just little pieces of debris and, and knocks down whatever it is. We had some that hit directly hit, and we got some that have low-yield tactical nukes. And when I say low-yield, we're talking less than a kilo, like 0.01 kiloton, just enough to knock out maybe a group of small warheads coming down in a pack. Now, they're it's designed like the for that. Command. So then they decided that was not quite enough. So we wanted to put ground-based, air-based, and space-based lasers involved. So between the six tiers, nothing could actually get inside of a country, even if it was flying low, 
because from space you can see it flying low. So you can just shoot it down. Uh, but then the – and we do know there are platforms in space. We just don't know what they are. But but when the they started testing the 727, they realized as long as they could keep the power up and have one in Europe, one here, maybe four or five other ones floating around and maybe some ground-based lasers – that nothing could really get into our country. We could shoot them down long before they got here, even before they re-entered the atmosphere. Um, so that was where we were going, and we're still going that way. But where we actually are, and do we want to test the system? I don't know. You know, it's been we 20, 30 years since we this model. Well, it's been 30, choice. 40 years. Um, should we test this system? And we may not have a choice. We may have to test the system. We may not have a choice. Or people can do like I live. I live in what they call a nuke-free zone. As long as I'm not in the city of New Orleans, where I live here is in a nuke-free zone. There's no reason for anything to be nuked anywhere within 100 miles of me. Uh, so, uh, but the rest of you poor bastards, you know, probably live near an area that could be nuked. So remember, first, the targets are always military targets. If you live close to a big military base, you might see a flash in a day. If the second ones are always going to be big cities, so New York and LA will be the first to in Chicago. Those will all hit DC. Um, they'll try to hit DC. I don't know if they hit them or not. They'll, they'll definitely target it. They'll, they'll definitely shoot, shoot yeah. stuff at uh, Newport News, uh, Grotto, Connecticut, oh, yeah. all, all along the East Coast, all along the West Kingsland, Coast, Georgia. A lot of places would be targeted right away. Yeah, so I'm up, I'm up in the hills and the valleys of the sticks of upstate. Yeah, you're probably Michael okay. be Michael be in that movie. We'll hit, we'll find him. He'll be living in some little valley with some little. Not girl. only that, these hills are salt salted hills because of the glaciers, and the glaciers formed the Finger Lakes and the areas south of it pushed all that sediment up. This is where all the mining is for the salt. So they the salt mines all over Cargill. You know, I mean, you go down a quarter mile, and they have miles and miles. They can mine salt all the way down to uh, South Oh, yeah. They, they got great they, salt mines they, down here. They, they've got a vein going all the way down there. They got purple salt, oh, black oh. salt, all kinds of cool stuff. But you can go down to the mine if you had to to live. That's the crazy part. If there was a nuclear well, salt they, They've actually there. got quite a few of them set up down here just for that. But So you're going to love this. <clears throat> you're just going to love this. Trump probably had an orgasm when he read this. Kim Jong-un fires missiles in direction of Kamala Harris' flight. As she slams North Korea's brutal dictatorship, I don't think he likes you, Camilla. I don't think he might try to shoot you down. And you know what? I don't. I don't know if we would have started a war with North Korea because he shot her down. I know that's the problem. With I, don't, I don't know if we would have started. I, I'm serious. I don't know if we would have started a war. I mean, really? Who's on the war with side? I feel like he just did us a favor. Oh, you, you nuked New York City. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Slap him on the wrist, give him a couple of injunctions against his country, and call it a day. You wasted just, Congress. I'm, just thinking, I'm not sure that we, you know, I'm just not sure we'd go to war over that. I mean, it's it's sad to say that, but I'm not sure that we would. Oh, by the way, I meant to mention this at the beginning of the show for all my friends in Florida. I feel for you. I've, I've been through several hurricanes in my life. I've had lots of friends write to me and ask me if I was coming down. I haven't had a chance to really sit down and go through all the devastation yet and see uh, what kind of response we're looking at down there. So, uh, if there's enough going on, we'll, we'll bring some crews down. But if not, you know, we'd rather leave it for the local contractors. I mean, they're the ones who live there and stuff like that. You just, you never know what, how, how big of an area, but generally we look at bringing crews down. If it's more than 75, usually 50,000 to 75,000 homes destroyed or wiped. And usually we'll bring crews in that, uh, cause we can help, you know, we, we're pros at this. I've, I've dealt with many, many hurricanes, but I won't know, like I said, for another couple of days yet, at least. And some of these homes are so destroyed that the only thing that we'd be doing down there would be running crews, uh, um, demolishing them and putting them to the dump and stuff like that. So we hate doing that kind of stuff. It's good money, but we just hate doing it because it's so many people out there. But 
Well, on that sort of sad note, um, this could make or break Ron DeSantis now. It could also make or break Joe Biden. I have to say something about Ron DeSantis. I started off not liking him a long time. I got right? he's my, he's my second man crush, my friend. But I'll tell you, man, he's been he seems confident. He seems effective. He seems like he kept the situation together. And not just this. I mean, a whole bunch of things. I mean, going all the way back, even through COVID, there are people that don't like things that he did, but their 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 criticisms are politically based, not not uh, a work based. You know, yeah. so. I think he did a phenomenal job, and I think that he's a good, strong leader. I have to say that about him. If he ran for president, I wouldn't have much of a problem voting for him. He yeah. loves his wife too. You know, his wife is sick, got cancer, and all. Yeah, I know. He, he's and, there, and, for he's, her and, and he still does. All, he's he spends a lot of his time with her. I mean, he's the guy's going to be hard to beat in any any form. I mean, nothing down there seems to be running close to him. No, uh, he's I mean, got a proven I, track record. I mean, who? You know, he's, he's you know, it doesn't Biden's look like the Democratic. Food. Doesn't look like the Democratic guy is going to take him. And if he does, if he handles this hurricane, right, which so far he's been doing his job. No um, one's going to elect 80, 80 year old cognitive decline Biden who's calling out to dead people. And now I am voting for Biden this election. Shame on you. Go Biden. Go. What's his Did name? Did you see go, that picture Brandon, of him at, at the, the funeral for the queen? Like, like spitting something out. He was like messing with his tongue, grabbing his tongue. You know, <laughs> fourteen rows back. I don't even know. I don't even see he was sitting like fourteen even rows back. The American um, president. Well, you know that. So, so you know, talking to the dead senator was weird on live television, and then Jean Lapierre, whatever her name is, comes out and says, "Oh no, it was no chick. You can't. There's no way you can justify him talking to a dead senator to a senator that's dead, and not in the audience." I mean, come on now. I mean, I, even I'm getting the word. She died. That that is terrible. That she died. Whatever you, you know, know. He's just you know he's. He's probably still probably a decently intelligent guy, but he has slips, you know, and, and the problem with slips are if they happen at the wrong time, we could be screwed. Like, you know, when he got up in front of the world and told them we're going to defend Taiwan, that's some shit. And Xi Jinping, you know, he his whole country just, well, his whole uh, communist part of his country just asses tightened so cheeks, it was just scary. Or cheeks tightened, so, so it was just scary. So, you know, and, and when they can't really about respond his ass to this. cheeks. What's 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 Xi Jinping's ass cheeks doing? He's, he's, his ass cheeks are like squished tight right now because he's, he's yeah he's trying to keep like his job as chancellor. You know, like he wants a fortune to keep his cookie. Job. Is that what you want yeah, to say? Yeah, worse than a part. Like, it's like them. Squeeze like tight them, like a fortune uh, cookie. Waffles that uh, <laughs> you know fortune there that you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's anyway. I'm sorry, I get completely sidetracked there, but uh, <laughs> well, uh, Amelia sent me. I'll have to tell you about this after the show, or maybe later in the show. But it was hilariously funny. But Xi Jinping is—it's—he's upset. Okay, I mean, he's in a bad position now because there's not really much he can do. Trying to ut- retaliate against us just gets more sanctions put on him and more Europeans. You know, they were—they were like. Zzz. So if you go back under Obama, China was growing by leaps and bounds. They were catching us. It was less than ten years they would have caught us. And then here comes Trump. Trump just sends him back halfway back down the ladder. Oh, no, no, no. You're not going to be a world <laughs> power yet. So, bam. So, they, we showed how vulnerable they are to stop and buy. And so, if United, just the United States quit buying from them, puts them really almost into it, keeps them in a second world country. If Europe stops buying from them, they're back to a first world country because Russia don't have enough money and neither does Iran and nobody else is buying from them. So, they're screwed. Uh, India keeps trying to think they could get in and do it, but they hate China so much that it's hard for them to do it. And uh, Turkey was going to cut a deal with them and help them out with some stuff. And now even Turkey's kind of like, no, 
you want to go pick on Taiwan, that's going to start a war. I'm a NATO member. I can't really risk, you know, getting tossed out of NATO in the middle of a war. Um, so it, it's, 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 it's a precarious, precarious situation for everybody involved. And that's why Russia and China are holding so tight. But Xi Jinping should have known in the beginning using Putin as an ally was stupid. Yes, he's got way more nukes than you do, but dude, come on. Um, you can't, what are you going to do? You, you're going to send your people to fight and die for the Ukraine? And we would consider that an act of war if China sent troops there. We're already kind of thinking about penalizing Iran for sending uh, drones, which I don't understand how we can do that since we're sending crap. It, it just seems Iran's got a lot of problems right now with their own. Yeah, you see that, huh? Boy, they're rioting the streets all over the place. Well, they're they trying to shut their girl? internet down. They killed this girl who was 22 years old because she wasn't wearing her hijab, right? It wasn't uh, tight enough. And they brought her in and beat her, and then she died. <clears throat> and now now they're burning hijabs all over the place. They shut the, they shut the internet down. Because Iran, so Iran should it. have been a free country. Iran's a, is, is a, a lot of Iranians are fairly well educated, so they should have been, and they want to be a free country. They don't the, want to be Theocracies don't work. They don't work. You know, they don't, and they want to be a free country. They want to be part of the world. They want to get in because, you know, the, the groups now that they've seen Israel and Saudi getting along and Kuwait and everybody's getting along, it's kind of weird. Now Turkey's getting along with them, so the Middle East is becoming more stable. Dubai's over there, they're all getting along. They're doing business together, they're not threatening to kill each other anymore. You know, they're trying to get uh to two other warring provinces under control. And then pretty much it's just gonna be the Middle East against Iran, because Egypt's falling in line. Uh, ever since Obama left and we could get all the crazies out of Egypt, it seems to be falling back in line. So what are you going to do? Iran no to, I, th I think Iran just doesn't want to be poor. They don't want to be the laughing butt of the of the world. I don't think they want to be poor anymore. They they figure they could get out in the world and really become something. Um, you see, when it comes could, to Muslims, you got a lot of different types, you know. And they all started with two groups. One group thought what Muhammad said took those words verbatim. The other one saw what he said as a, a metaphor. And then that those groups, more groups, and those so they have a bunch of groups, none of them get along. It's like it's like Christianity, you know what I mean? You have a bunch of groups, nobody gets along, you know, and then the, in Egypt, the the Muslim Brotherhood, they wanna they want to run Egypt how they see fit. And then you don't hear a lot of stuff going on down there because there's not a lot of rabble rousing going on down there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're pretty they're pretty friendly with Israel and you know, Israel has, has warmed up to a lot of those countries. They warmed up to Israel. You know what I mean? Also, yeah. Also, if you look at any any Iraqi that's that's um, emigrated here to America, uh, they call themselves Persian. They, they don't they don't mm -hmm. want to be identified as Iraq because they get you know prejudices against them and people think of them as being some kind of evil dude. So most people I know that were from their you know family emigrated here and they were their kids were born here, but the parents are from Iraq. They call themselves Persians. Yeah, a lot of them do call themselves Persians. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's, but you know, I've met a lot of Iranians over the years, and most of them are just decent people. I mean, they're not, you know, any more hateful than anybody else I've met. They're, they're um, not fanatical, really, most of them. It's, it's just, it's just the media is not portray us all to be like this so they can keep everybody at bay. But, you know, over the years we learned, and Iranians are learning. Look, dude, there's a whole big world out there that you're missing out on because you got a stupid ass leader. And even the last president really tried to pull them out of that, uh, but he couldn't. Uh, the you know, there's the, the the religious leader just has too much power. Over they accused him of Satanism, believe it. Or yeah, not. I know. That, that little the little guy there. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> they said he was practicing Satanism. <laughs> then he shut his mouth.
Like so yeah, yeah, because he was about to get burned at the stake or something. He didn't, you know, he didn't, guy didn't want to die. Uh, so I mean, he he really wanted to bring him out, but and the, for the last four generations of kids growing up, they want out. You know, they want this to change. They don't want to live here like this anymore. They have a great country. There's lots of stuff in their country to see. <laughs> and and if Iran would come out and be part of the world, they wouldn't even have to develop nukes. You know, they just it would be a waste of their money because you know, once once like Iran. Cuba's already going to fall in place. Venezuela's going to fall in place soon enough. That really just leaves China and Russia. Um, and Russia, unfortunately, I would I would bet you with less than a decade, Russia will be back where it was under Gorbachev. So I, 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 it may be sooner than that. Really, China will be the holdout. And if you've got a, it's just you against the world, eventually your system's going to collapse. Because mm-hmm. all the world has to do to China is just cut them off. They don't have enough nukes to be a big player or a big enough military to be a big player. Uh, so, and without any money, they can't afford to buy fuel, food, or any other damn thing. Yeah, I'll tell you though, dude, we're coming into winter. Europe is gonna, uh, they're hurting, they're gonna be hurting for fuel. Like, like, and you know what? US, United States could easily supply all of their fuel. Demands. Oh, yeah, we're not, we we're not going to, but we could with easily coal, supply with natural gas. We're not, we're not supplying fuel for our own citizens. <laughs> so. I know, I know. That, that's just it. Oh, here's a good one for y'all DeSantis issues warning as Florida emerges from horrific storm. We are a Second Amendment state. That means they own guns, in case you don't know what that means, people. Florida is an open carry state, and they can shoot you in the ass for being on their property. They're catching looters, and they're arresting them, actually, which is refreshing because in New York, it's a free-for-all for for crime. This is EMT. She just got, you know, lifelong EMT. uh, Just got stabbed getting food off a food truck. This wacko went up to her, stabbed her. Yeah, I see that. For nothing. For nothing. You know, that's weird. But in the last – and, you know, it's amazing to me we don't hear the – Big media talking about, it. but there's been several stabbings in the last two weeks. Oh, several, yeah. and there's been one in the mall. I mean, they've been all over the place, and multiple people hurt or killed. But we don't want to talk about that because that then that makes guns not look as bad. Because it just lets you yeah. realize if the guns go away, it's just going to get more horrific. People start chopping people up with machetes and shit. Um, so yeah. we're going to take away everybody's lives. Me, it, it's just it's why you, we. It's, I always remind people. The gun you own doesn't get up and walk outside and go shoot somebody. That's you that did that. The gun's just fine laying there doing nothing. Um, I, I trust me, I own several of them. They they like laying around. They're lazy bitches. They like laying they're around the house looking pretty. They're no, they're, they're no more fantastic than a hammer. Right. They're really it's just a, just a tool. It's um, but I mean we're we're in a position now uh, with the midterms coming up. So ladies and gentlemen, you know we're going to have a show here. Everybody's welcome to join. Uh, which you know, let's find out exactly when the midterms are, and then uh, we can you know we'll, we'll set up a, a schedule for everybody who wants to join us because it usually runs six or seven hours. Huh, Michael, what was that <clears throat> uh, the the mid? I mean the uh, when we do the mid like the election the show. shows, November eighth. Okay, so November eighth. Let's see. Let's go see where November eighth actually is. That's September. Wednesday, let's Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Okay, so we're, we'll. We that means Tuesdays. So everybody's show will be preempted on a Tuesday. We'll start around five o'clock, and uh, maybe six o'clock, and then there won't be no more sh- live shows on Tuesday at all on that day. Uh, it'll just be news coverage of the elections. So you all are welcome to join. We, all, we invite all we of our hosts. Yeah. We go all night. We, yeah, I mean, with these shows. Yeah, we, yeah, we do. We we usually go until we're comfortable with who we think is going to win. Excuse me, people. Don't mean I wrote a lot, but um, we usually do it that way. So this is a little different because it's not just a presidential election. By the way, we call both presidential elections early 
and accurate, just so you know. Um, we've done a lot of sentences races accurate. So here, this is a little different because we're going to be covering a lot of different areas. That's why there's going to be a bunch of us because there's a lot of different candidates up. And uh, there'll be a list of candidates supplied. We'll have them in front of us and pull and pull the numbers from different places. Fortunately, we've all been around doing this long enough that we know a lot of different legit sources to pull polls from or polling numbers from. So we get a much better we're, – we're not stuck like CNN, CBS. They, they've got a dog in this hunt, so they've got to kind of always make it kind of – even if their candidate's losing, they got to kind of, you know, like with Trump. NBC, ABC, and CBS did not call Trump's win – until one in the morning, Lily White called it at seven p.m. on our network, and we all agreed by seven thirty. We agreed that that was the trend. Now, what was funny is in the section in the second election, the trend was showing that Trump was going to win, but for some reason, the group of us had a bad feeling about how it was going to come out in the morning because Trump was actually quite a bit ahead. I mean, he was in most states like Pennsylvania, which he lost, he was quite a bit ahead. Uh, but there was, you know, so a lot of that stuff went on. So we don't, you know, know all of what happened. Like uh, when I went to bed, five of the states that he lost, he, it was polling that was at 96% and he was up by at least eight or nine points. But when I got up next morning, the polling was done and he had lost those states. So I don't exactly know what went on there, but for some reason, Mike and I and a bunch of the other hosts really felt like Biden was going to win. And, and that's exactly what happened. And for all y'all that was running around saying they cheated, they cheated, they cheated. Maybe they did, but that's on Trump. Because Trump ran around for years saying they were going to cheat. If he didn't make arrangements and make sure there was no cheating, I hate to say it, I got to blame him for that. I mean, he said he knew they were going to cheat. If that's what he thought happened, then he should have made arrangements at every polling station that there was at least two of his people there, and they would not leave sight of those ballot boxes for any reasons until they were counted. That's the thing. In some places, they dismissed people out of the room, and then they went and they got ballot boxes from under the tables that they had there. So there was a lot of funky, funky stuff went on. And there was some voting fraud proven, some pretty decent one in at least four states, uh, and enough that Trump could have challenged it. But it, like he said, he didn't want to be president for two years, you know, because he, he would have to step out and he couldn't run again. So um, I, I don't really know who cheated, who did. And I, I really don't even care, to be honest with you. Like I said, as far as I'm concerned, Biden is a legitimate president of the United States. Cheat or not cheat, I'm sure there's a lot of cheating goes on in all elections. So I'm just putting this on Trump for not paying enough attention to his own house. Uh, and that's all I can say about that. As far as this upcoming election, I'm hoping all Republicans are making sure there's no cheating going on in their precincts. Make sure you have representatives there. Same thing for the independents, same thing for the Democrats, because uh, no one's above cheating. And yeah. I, want to, I want a clean, fair, fair election, because uh, most all polls now are still leaning back to the Republicans are going to win the House and maybe even now win the Senate back. Or keep it that the Kamala Harris vote is just a tie. Uh, so if they take one vote, if they take one seat, if they keep the seats they got and they take one seat, then nothing goes on in the Senate because even with Kamala Harris, it's just a tie. They 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 have fifty votes, but it's fifty to fifty, so there's nothing going on there. Uh, they don't have they they have to have that extra vote. And they just don't have it. I don't know what they think they're going to do, man. I mean, even if they get gas prices down as low as they can by then, because that's what it seems like they're aiming for. And then, you know, but I mean, I shop, I buy food like everybody else. And you see what stuff costs. It's well, out of hand. gas went back up though. You remember he was bragging 13, 14 weeks. It was going down. Well, this week it went up and a couple of places, 15 to 35 cents. So in California, it's back up over $6 a gallon. But 
Try it over just, seven. It's seven ninety two in California. So, but in California, a good chunk of that is California's fault because of the way oh, they yeah. handle their maintenance. And See, their so people, so y'all got to understand something about fuel. In the spring and the fall, we switch blends all around the United States. Okay, it's it's just what happens. The summer blends are a different type of gas, and you run in the winter. They're just they're just made differently because they perform different. Uh, yeah. You know, and the gas. You know, you don't want gas having too much water or anything in it because it might freeze. So anyway. They're two different for two different seasons. So it takes about a month and prices go up while they're switching over and then they come back down. Well, you know, we've been, we're, we're past that section now, down here, most of the country we're into October. So we're into the winter blends now. Um, so gas for us will come down, but it's not going to come down much. Um, it's looking like, cause it did go back up for other reasons around our, around the country, not just California. Most of the places, most of said I read yesterday said about 15 to 18 cents which pushed some people who were under $3 back over $3 now. So that's going to bother people. And anybody who was paying prices like I was, I was getting gas for $1.30 a gallon, which most of the South was, we're all still paying close to $3 a gallon. So we're like, oh, no luck. And then I'm going to talk about gasoline, food, everything that affects people now. Heating oil is so a huge issue. A year ago, if I took this trip across the country, it would have cost me about $250 round trip in gasoline. I probably spent close to 5 yeah, uh, because it wasn't so bad down here at three dollars a gallon. But up when I hit Colorado, it was like five dollars a gallon. Places in Utah it was five fifty. Um, then some places it was four, and I was just crazy. And then you got back to Texas, it, it got back under three dollars a gallon. But still, it was right there, two eighty eight, two ninety, two ninety one. So it wasn't really that far under three dollars. Uh, that's not going to be enough to get you through the elections, Mister Biden. You're, you're going to have to have better than that. And they keep counting abortion, but every poll I show shows abortion. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. It depends, but even its best performance, it's still the third thing that people think about after the economy and the border. Yeah, people I mean, care now about you, their pocket. Their thanks, pocket thanks to DeSantis' stunt sending them to um, uh, Martha's Vineyard, the liberals are now aware of this, and now even they're saying, "Well, wait, there is a border crisis." Uh, they, they proved, as far as they're concerned, this this stunt proved that there is a border crisis. And now and they changed their numbers names. Two not, million coming across. They're not sanctuary cities anymore. They're known as oh, sanctimonious wait. cities. Wait. The, the guy you were talking about earlier, Bill Clinton, came out and said that there are entirely too many immigrants coming across our borders. It needs to be stopped. So Billy Moore. You know, and you've had Bill Moore step up and say the same thing. You have Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. I mean, these used to all be liberals who, no matter what, would always ride the ticket. Are now bucking the system, going, "No, indeed not." You can't have I'm, an open I'm, border. It, it destroys. I'm not thinking. I'm thinking Bill might not be voting um, Republican. I mean, Democrat this year. I don't, I don't know how this is going to work out, but it's looking bad for everybody. Hillary uh, says she's going to run. Hillary she says said that, that the Democrats are going to put her out there. I mean, she's betting on. Yeah, but she officially said she, she officially went on TV and said she was not running for president. Uh, that she she and then somebody says because she doesn't have the support. I have no idea she's not. Again, everybody this is just the in, other day that, that she's talking about this that she she's convinced that the Democrats are going to put her as, as front runner. I don't know. Well, not only she's going to lose, she's also delusional. Yeah, well, we know that about her. <laughs> She is a little on the weird side. She's making you know, her rounds. She's, she's going out there on the, all, all these horrible shows. And, and you know, for my friends mean? in Florida, remember, gators do come up in stormwaters. They'll be swimming down the street. They'll be swimming Gator in the yard. So pay country. attention. Dude, yeah, I thought you the you first thing, man. There you'll be, man. A new, a new movie called Gator NATO. How's that, man? You got a tornado NATO. coming along. 
picks up Gator Gator Nato, man, and then you're like, "What's that in the storm?" It's like, rawr, rawr, rawr. Gator. You'd have you'd have uh -oh. to call it Gator Cane, like Hurricane, because uh -oh. Sharknado's already taken. Is, is this? I got be Gator one? Quake, Gator Nato, and, they, <laughs> oh, and I got Gator Nor'easter. I got all, I got all that going on. <laughs> That's where the storm picks up the gators in the Carolinas and brings them to New York, you know? So is this going to be the new shootout place, man? Biden admin urges court not to allow guns on D.C. Metro? Oh, I didn't know you could carry guns around D.C. like that, man. I didn't know right, that. I just man. learned something new. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Public transit. How about, so how about bombs? Are they banned now, too? Or, or I'm oh, wait, 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 wait. Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom pushes for California to become a sanctuary state for transgender Ooh. use let's go let's put some heels on wait go, wait wait, I don't some, wait, some, wait come on now. What did need a, i'm confused Did we get a discount but what <laughs> did, what did it need a sanctuary state for yeah what, what are they I mean, what, what is it going to be a sanctuary state it's it's i'm really confused at this point people i'm sorry but sometimes gavin newsom just is is most ignorant person i've ever heard um I'm a happy lumberjack. We're going in. We're going at. I'm a happy lumberjack. So, so let's let's talk I'm about some lumberjack. let's talk about some U.S. space news. So you know NASA keeps trying to launch this Artemis space. You know Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and the guy from Virgin Airlines must be just laughing their asses off. I mean they're launching crap all over the place. Elon's launching so many things all the time. That the, all the countries together that have space programs can't even keep up with Elon. Um, but here's NASA supposed to be, you know, the organization with 22,000 scientists and bases all around the country, and they still can't get this hunk of crap off the ground. Um, now they got to make sure that Hurricane Ivan didn't cause any problems. Elon launched one the other day through storms and everything. He's like, boom, I don't care. <laughs> well, how about this? Have you guys heard about the Parker probe? Me and the Parker brothers. There's no, a there's the a probe. NASA actually launched a Parker, a, a probe called the Parker probe. Uh, uh, scientists named Parker back in the 60s discovered the solar winds. And so they, 2018, I think, four years ago, they, they launched this uh, satellite uh, probe at the sun. And this thing's going to orbit the sun. It's already gone around 13 times. It's going to go around, yeah. I think, 27 times before it finally crashes into the corona and the, or into the actual surface of the sun. I only found out about it a couple of weeks ago. I was just looking through my streamers, looking for something to watch. I'm like, oh, well, here's something interesting. Mission to the Sun. And no one's heard about it. You know my problem well, is? How do we have this huge major space agency that sends the first probe to the Sun? Nobody knows about it. Nobody heard about is, it. Is in nature, there's all kinds of stupidity. Stupid animals, stupid insects, things that we don't need or, or even want or whatever. How do you know when they crash something into the Sun that I could like Put it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> what I, I can kind of guarantee that's not going to happen. Well, I'm saying it's already you know, happening. I mean, the the, but, the probe is up there around they, the sun they, right they, now. They crashed that thing into the asteroid, and then it. And then first it was because they're going to change the trajectory <laughs> of the asteroid. It was a test. Now they're saying that wasn't the initial uh, means of the test. You know, we did it for other reasons to collect samples and whatever. Because I don't think you can change with you know with just a little tiny satellite smashing into it this ball going what thirty thousand miles an hour twenty five thousand miles an well, hour you know what i mean but you can sometimes even something small if you hit it right you can all it's got to change is just a half an inch but what if they knocked it in the path of the earth like like it ain't pool 
You know what I mean? <laughs> you playing pool with asteroids. This, this probe is the size of a Volkswagen, and, and it's it's uh, it's autonomous at this point because it's too far away from us, and it's too close to the sun. And the sun has too much radio wet interference, so we can't change its trajectory. But it is on auto automatic mode. It's just going to circle around the sun 27 times until it eventually crashes into the surface Did and they burns put that up. song on there? It's not going to cause any damage. It's not going to scare anybody. But Like, here comes the sun. Doo -doo -doo. Here comes the sun. <laughs> As it's circling around. <laughs> Elon put a Tesla up there in, in orbit, right? And, and Mars, and if the orbit failed, I guess it's going to crash. Who knows? But you know there's a car available. At Mars, a car that does what? Hey <laughs> man, Tesla man, it's running off. You know, it doesn't think by the time you get there, it's solar panels have been charging for a decade. It'd be ready to roll, ready to rock on. Throw some mud tires on it, and there you go, man. We hang got a helicopter on Mars. We got rovers, man. I mean, you know, they even put a little device there to start terraforming the the air. I don't know if they can, but we'll see. Pretty cool, cool. It's cool technology. I mean, we're a little surface creatures like like kind of fleas on the dog and we're stretching out well you know a long time ago i was talking with mitchu keiko and we were talking about colonization of mars and things like that and you know just how we're going to do it and you know i brought it up to i said you know i had read an article kind of about five years before i talked to him i said one of the things they were talking about was sending these these giant robots over there uh, and all they do is is scoop up dirt and burn it that's all they do so what they're trying to do with that is is raise the pressure of the planet. So it'll thicken the atmosphere up. It'll make it get warmer on Mars. And it will also, you know, create the change the pressure so we don't have to wear pressure suits. All we'll have to wear is breathing mass. So we'll be able to operate on Mars because, you know, at one-third G gravity, now we'll be kind of stronger over there. So we'd be like little mini superheroes. So if we didn't only had to wear an oxygen mask, we could get around and get a lot of stuff done, set up farming. Imagine like professional that. wrestling, man. It'll be and so you know, a lot of plants will grow <laughs> will grow good in that kind of atmosphere. And we've proven now that you can grow stuff in the soil of Mars. So. Mars marijuana, is that what you're saying, man? Yeah, man, that'd be worth some part? bucks there. Mars, <clears throat> Martian, think about a Martian, Martian diamond. Martian red. How's that, man? You think think about if you could get a Martian diamond and send it home to Earth. You'd be so stinking rich, it wouldn't be funny. Uh, and then they got that new planet they found where they say it just rains diamonds because uh, of pressure. Oh, so, so high. answer me this: out of the CIA report for Operation Stargate, when they when they talked to these these mediums about mapping out the surface of Mars, and the agent gave an envelope to the medium of coordinates, and you know, like the face of Cydonia was one of those coordinates, and there was others. I've noticed that the Mars lander and also the rover go nowhere near these coordinates that these guys have mentioned about these these buildings these pyramids on the surface of mars and also the canyons that have that were carved out and they they well, made living space inside down in these canyons you know so but i noticed that our <clears throat> our rovers nobody's gone anywhere near these things not anywhere near them what do you think is the first place they want to go? Well, because the the face when they did the high resolution scan the second time around didn't look like a face. Uh, that was part of the problem right there. But when you look at the Sedona region from an altitude, not even using a high res, you don't even need one. When you just look at it like you were scanning Earth, you can see what looks like ruins down there. It looks like some pyramids and ruins. And if you took that same shot and, and you, you said this was from Earth, people would say, oh, yeah, look at the ruins. But it's because it's from Mars. They don't want to say that because then that suggests that there was life on Mars at one time. Most scientists are starting to change. I mean, 25 years ago, when I got on Wake Up USA, one of the first things I said is we're going to find liquid water on Mars. Two days ago, they announced there's liquid water on Mars. Well, I mean, 
this this is what gets me because I had just talked about this recently on Discovery Paranormal about Operation Stargate, you know. And what what gets me is that they're they're going back a million years at looking at these structures, you know, in a million years after they had their geological cataclysm on the surface of Mars and you know, all of this, uh, all, you know, the dirt and the dust and all the stuff, there's no trees, no plant life, covers everything up. If you look at, at Sidonia and also the objects that are near it, which they said are pyramids, they look like bumps in the sand, but, you know, it's got a million years of cover-up when it comes to, to these storms that are on Mars and all this stuff. I just find it interesting that they haven't sent the rover or any of that anywhere near it. Not anywhere near. I mean, they have a helicopter. They they can kind of go, but they haven't. They've stayed away from those all those coordinates. Because, because just, just actually a couple of reasons, but the main reason is stuff like that. We want to physically go there. We don't want to send the robot one because if it is something real, we don't want to damage the area. So we would actually would prefer to go ourselves there. And some NASA scientists do agree that it does look like an area that has a lot of ruins and it should be investigated. But they don't think it should be done by a probe. They think it should be done by human. If we're going to discover life on another world, we need to do it by hand and, and not with a damn space. I'm going to say they're, that they're you know, not allowed to go. Can cause a war. Um, I'm, but- I'm saying that they're not allowed to go there, that they were told specifically by mm. something not to go there. And, on, and number two, I mean, I do believe that if they did find something substantial and they could share that with the whole world, maybe the whole world would have an idea of something, and then people would be a little well, so kinder, gentler, or change so their, to, their perception. To put this, well, to put this in perspective, man, a long time ago, so there's a um, there's a thing we call the desensitization program. It's probably been running now for 40, 45, maybe fifty years. Oh, I yeah. talked about it a lot about twenty five years ago when I discovered it. I talked about it a lot. So what it basically is is over the years. We've been inundated with extraterrestrial stuff all over the place. I mean, some of the biggest, most famous movies there ever are, are like Avatar or Star Wars, are all with aliens. I mean, it's just so we become more and more used to the words. And then we do diverse kind of movies like District Nine, which was weirder, and then stuff like that. And, and just it's slowly but surely. I mean, you're on your key change. It's all over. So you get more and more used to the fact that there probably are extraterrestrials. And this way, you won't be as in shocked when you see one here, want to speak to one. But that's not even for a long way. So the first things were to get us more susceptible to taking this. The next step is is to find something, uh, probably microbial, you know, or maybe a plant or a little rat or something. They'll probably find something microbial first, and then they'll say, because just recently in one of the beds, they found definite proof that there was life on Mars. Uh, nothing alive, but that there was life now, so they can actually say that. But they're pretty sure, because there are wet spots on Mars, they'll probably find some microbial thing. Well, if you go underground, you know, you may even find like a plant. So it's, it's why we call it the desensitization program. So you've been desensitized by all these movies and TV. So now, wow, there's life on Mars or life on Venus or life on where? Not Venus, but life on Europa, Io, one of the planets like that. So then we're kind of like, you know, little life. And then little things we'll find. And then all of a sudden out there, I think it's Europa, which where everyone has a giant ocean. They're pretty sure there's life in there. It's Io. The frozen yeah, Io, yes. And, and, and they're pretty sure there's life there. So they'll find a little life on, on Mars. And then they'll, uh, then they'll talk about this thing they found on Europa. And then they'll come back to Mars and they'll say, you know, uh, we think we might have found an artifact. So now we know there's life because they've already showed us that there is life in our own solar system. Maybe not extraterrestrial in the way we think of it, but life. So that's already kind of desensitizes more. And then that's when they find 
an artifact, now, an old artifact from way, 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 way back, God knows how long ago. Uh, so it's not a threat to us, not an immediate threat by any means. So then we can accept that not only is there just life out there, but there's intelligent life out there. So those kind of things is part of the program. It's, it's going to take a while. I mean, the world's just not ready for it yet. Um, you know, and we don't want to, we don't want 8 billion people panicking. It, it just would be just horrible scene. Uh, so it, that's why they've been doing it for a while. I mean, I called it a long time ago and you can follow what I used to say on the show because everything I said has now come to pass with this. It's the same thing where I used to always talk about. You really want to see us grow in space. You really want to see space change, privatize it. What the hell happened? They've got privatized. We got three major billionaires launching all the freaking time, all over the place. It makes NASA and China and Russia look like fools. Uh, I mean, they couldn't keep up if they wanted to. We could triple NASA's funding and they couldn't keep up with Elon alone. Uh, I mean, China, the, Xi Jinping last year said, he said, it's amazing that Elon Musk launched more than America, China, Russia, India, and uh, whoever else it was uh, together combined. It, it, it amazed him. I mean, you could see he was like, well, see, that's the difference between communism and democracy. Uh, you know, the guy's making billions of dollars. Of course, he wants to make more billions of dollars. He likes being the richest man in the world. You know, so he's got incentive. But in China, what incentive do you have? None. Uh, and, and Elon Musk employees have incentive. Oh, yes. Okay, Kim, I will bring that up. Even though Elon's my man crush, there have been a couple of accusations that women were not treated correctly in the plant. I don't know. I don't know if it was in the office of the plant, but it just came up. There's a joint. I think there's seven that filed all together. Uh, I haven't seen anything on it since the original file. So when I do get something else, I will talk about it. No. No, not Elon. They're not saying Elon did it. No, it, it was uh, just stuff employees. Uh, I guess you call it sexual harassment or something along that. Uh, well, these, these days, these days you got to be careful with what, <laughs> what's flirting and what's sexual harassment. You know, some guys and some women, because I see women do it too, are not quite, you know, they think they're flirting, but they're kind of being a little um, not flirting. You know, so. I'll tell you this, man. I took the New York State, I had to take a course. Uh, sexual harassment. Everybody does if you work, if you work for the state or any through any agency that works for the state, right? You know what I I got from it, what I absorbed from it is that they're sexualizing everything, and you know if you look at someone, you may not be looking at them in a sexual manner, but that person might perceive it as that way. Oh yeah. So, but then you have to understand oh, who you're dealing with if they're going to act like that. So, so you know, I knew a guy who worked at. Uh, a BJ's, right? Store that I shop, home sh shopping. Did he say you knew a guy gave BJ's? I don't know if I want to BJ's. hear about that. Yeah, I don't know. He was, you know what? He sketchy. was the dude in the store who actually did his job, right? And then he told <laughs> an off-color okay. off joke to these three girls that he worked with. They went behind his back. They filed forms of sexual harassment against him. They got him fired because of that. Went down on his record. He couldn't even put list him as, as uh, an employer. Over some stupid joke, and I know one of one of the girls was sending me photos of herself in a bra. She was a girl that I knew, and she was married. <laughs> and said, "And saying they want to hook That's up with keep me." That stuff so, keep, so I mean, and, but I knew her before she worked at that store. And then, but she was one of the ones that filed. I'll tell you, man, you My give people too much power; father. they're going to use that power to hurt other people. And there's no reason that guy should have lost his job. Joe, on the other hand, you're getting sleepy, <laughs> very sleepy. Joe's playing with Watch his lightsaber. Watch the lightsaber. So. Watch the lightsaber. Zzz.
You got to compensate. Actually, I hate to say it, this little bitch is heavy. You could knock the bejesus out of somebody just with the damn handle on this thing. Um, it is definitely, it is definitely. When we get to new and put it now, so people don't know this, since these people are sponsors now, there will be a couple of these through the holidays go up for gifts. I want one. So, you know, you got to win them, damn it, now. They got it. But they will be going up as gifts. And, uh, you know, giving away a lot of books, a lot of stuff. Uh, I don't know what shows he's going to be giving away. This one here will probably be given away. So y'all can see it. You know, it's nice and pretty silver. It, it probably weighs about five pounds, eight, maybe seven pounds. It looks it's like good. one of Darth Maul's. It's in blue. So you can, you know, blue some people out. It's got the fighting tip and the fighting glass on it. So you won't crack it if you whack somebody. Yes, I didn't realize they had fighting clubs. Yeah, well, so they, so they, they, have, they have lightsaber fencing clubs all over the place. I think the biggest so, one in New York. Yeah, so there you go, people. So this one will be up for grabs. Probably a couple others. I mean, um, there were three companies I talked to about these. And one of these companies, I got to talking to the guy. And I told him what our regular listening audience is and who else advertises with us. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, uh, you think you can sell? I said, I have no idea. I said, I said, I'll tell you what we'll do in the beginning. I said, we'll get we'll get a couple of free ones from you, maybe five, six, seven, something like that. And we'll consider that your first month or two's uh, dues. And if you sell them, then we'll go back to a regular, you know, give one away and, and pay regular fees like everybody else does. It's a good way to bring a sponsor on. And, and being that it's the holidays, we might be able to give away three or four of these lightsabers. And uh, I know people, a lightsaber you could give to your grandkid or your kid. Mom, you would be the freaking hero, especially like Obi Wan. Oh, God. so one of the other ones we're getting is um oh what's his what's his name the new um oh man what's Obi-Wan? his name no we're getting Obi Wan's but this is one of the Sis he was um oh Darth the Mom? son what's his name son no he was uh oh Jesus my brain has just drawn a blank people but Luke anyway Palpatine. what's his name taught him Luke taught him. And then he went crazy. Luke tried to kill him because, you know, and then uh, he killed the emperor Han with Ray later on. You're talking about Han Solo's son, that whack. Yeah, Han, Han oh, Solo's son. Right? Yeah, so we, they got his with the two that come out and the one that goes up. That one, we're going to have that one up too. With the, all of them had the original hilts, uh, so you can take a look at them. They're, they're crazy looking. Uh, every every Sith, every Jedi, everybody who's ever been on TV holding one of these, they make those. They have them cool. in stock. And they have all the sound effects that come with them. You can get them without the sound effects. They're probably a hundred dollars cheaper without well, seventy-five dollars cheaper without the sound effects. And then if you want one that's actually a true replica, those are gonna run you closer to 300 253 but they're really nice. They do really good work on them. And when you feel them, you're kind because of, you're expecting to feel something like plastic crap or something when you pick them up. And they're they're solid. Aircraft I mean, grade aluminum. They're they're fabulous pieces of equipment. So uh, we'll see how that goes with, with the show. And then, you know, uh, we'll get everybody's information and y'all can buy one and, and win one. And, uh, well, we might do a, a buy two, get one free deal. You know, so something along those lines. But that's that's just stuff to come up as as we get through October into November. Uh, so I look forward to them, you know, because the commercial will show several different kinds and styles they have. And you can have them custom made. I mean, if you've got an idea in your head, they will custom build one for you. No problem at all. There, but I hear the electronics are a little finicky. I hear if you put the batteries in even wrong a little bit, it will burn out the little board, and that's not covered under warranty. And they do come with a full warranty. 
Yes. I mean, they're, they're actually quite well built. I was quite impressed. Yeah. Well, I looked at three different people that had them. I was actually sword hunting when I ran across these. I told one of the people who worked at Writers of the Future, I'd see if they had any because she was looking for Emily. But I was actually at sword hunting. I was looking for more swords for my collection. And uh, and I ran across them. And we got to talk and chit-chatting and all that stuff and uh, met some interested people. So it was kind of cool. That was at Phoenix. I was also at Dragon Con. Very cool place. And, you know, the the uh, family of the Avatar people were cool as hell. That that was crazy looking. They had a whole family. They had the three kids, the mom, the dad, the friend, all dressed up like creatures from Avatar. They did a fabulous job. They Oh, there you go. Lioness. Or I don't know who that's belong. The Thundercats. The Sword baby. of Omens, the legendary uh, sword. That's the Thundercat sword, baby. Don't, don't mess around here. It's a... Uh, it's it's but we 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 get stuff you know anytime i catch a deal on a sword i always looking for swords with through tang so it's it's uh it's a little bit harder to find uh, on a deal anyway the mask of steel is nice and you can get some good deals on it um sometimes people just want to get stupid with their price and when you're at conferences like these people automatically are going to charge you more actually glenda you could probably go to a site and get it cheaper than what it was at the conference i would bet you money well here here's the trick with going to conventions i don't know if you know this joe but you got it's, it's especially at DragonCon, hundreds of dealers. They're selling all kinds of stuff, Star Wars stuff, Star Trek stuff, whatever stuff that's going to be at the, the convention. You want to deal on something. You wait until the last day. Hopefully yeah, the thing you want true. is still available, but they don't want to take all that stuff home. They brought it to get rid of it. So you got a $300 sword you want. You go back there on Sunday. That guy's trying to pack up and get his stuff in his truck. You say, hey, I'll give you 150 He might go, deal, and sell you for it ha at half. They might too. That's the thing. You that's can't catch them good that's, deals. That's like that. I've done that a lot. I've gone to conventions all my life. I've been and that's what it looks like, Sarah Jane. Yeah, that's so. pretty solid. Oh, it's it's solid, but it's a little on the dangerous side. They uh, these edges yeah. right here are sharp. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a little bit just dangerous. Well, people know I, it's um. Well, I thought about putting bringing my swords in here and uh, getting a collection of these and putting them next to the swords. And just lighten them up doing the show, but we'll see. But there it is back there. Y'all can see it. And that is one of the ones that we'll be like giving away. That one doesn't. No, that one's just a quiet one. The one, the, the Obi-Wan coming in makes all the sound effects. And uh, it does. A and it, when you touch somebody with it, it, it makes this noise like you're cutting through them. It's cool as hell. Now, they got the ones uh, that you have to be 21 and over and buy. And these, where you see the color at, actually has an electrical charge on them, high-energy electrical charge. And uh, so when they hit, they make all kind of weird sounds and stuff. Uh, they but make they the also, flash noises. Yeah. But it's 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 cool stuff. And, and you, people, you know, it's close to the holidays. Get out there, get you one. I mean, um, they had this guy dressed up as Obi-Wan. I mean, this dude was Obi-Wan. I mean, he was he was badass. Everybody's trying to get a picture with him. He, he, his dude was just Obi-Wan. He did a great job. They had the three Sith, these three Sith Lords that are all famous ones. Uh, all of these women had done them, and they did a fabulous job dressed up. And, <clears throat> and which which Obi Wan was he? Was he the older Obi Wan, or was he the? Yeah, that was old. It was the older Obi Wan. Okay. The, the original, the Alec Guinness version. Yeah. He, he did a, just a fabulous job mm -hmm. of it. Um, there's lots of people dressed up like the young one, but they just you know he just for some reason it doesn't come off. Now they had a group of um, of uh, what's his name, uh, the guy from Stargate with the uh, dreads. Uh, Simone, what's his name? Uh, but anyway, they had a group of uh, oh, Scar. 
Scar from Stargate. No, no. Um, no what's his name? Um, Rowan. The, the big dude. The, uh, what's his name? He plays um, Aquaman. Oh. Uh, I can't. I just can't think of his name. But uh, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. There was a bunch of lookalikes of him <laughs> walking around. And then, and then Joe Flacco was there from Stargate. He was signing autographs. Um, they, uh, Stargate Atlantis, I'm sorry. Yeah, Atlantis, and, uh, yeah. and, uh, so there was a bunch of just famous people roaming around, signing stuff, talking to people. Uh, and uh, J- the, the Jason Momoa thing was funny because there was like six of them, and then he was actually in the middle of them. But you really <laughs> couldn't tell the difference between any of them. It was kind of weird. Yeah, uh, he's got a lot of doppelgangers. <laughs> so he was – but they were all having a good time, and then – all of these anime people, I have no idea who they are. I was like, well, I don't know. And these people are famous. They got like lines going around the building trying to get There's in to see these people. a lot of anime out there. And I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are. And most of them look like they're 12 anyway. I know they're in their like 20s and shit, but they still look like they're 12 to me. So I'm like, no, we won't even talk to these people. But I, I mean, I, I met a lot of people there. Um, I got to meet the owner of that. I, you know, like I got to meet Pat Henry at Dragon Con. I got to meet this guy out at um, FanX, and I actually met both of them earlier, um, a year before at the gala event for Writers of the Future. And it's nice. I mean, they're all nice people. And they're all just you know trying to make it in the world too, and they, and they love doing these events. Uh, they're a lot of fun. You know, Dragon Con's a bitch, people, man. It's Dragon Con's five hotels and a convention center, and it's up and down hill because Atlanta's hilly. And uh, so the Sheraton is at the bottom of the hill. Most of the stuff you want to see is at the top of one hill or down the other hill. But you, when you come back, you still got to go back up the other hill. It's, it's just all I can tell you is plan on walking. Nothing's more than a mile apart, but it's up and down hills. And Atlanta at that time of year is not the coolest. They should maybe have it in October. Uh, but you got to watch because Atlanta can snow in Atlanta. So you got to kind of you know flex it around. But it's insane. There was a lot of people in there, a lot of people having fun. And there were several days they dressed up and were crazy. And Banex was the same way. There's lots of people walking around dressed up, having a good old time, not realizing that Putin's about to nuke us all and kill us all. They're just having a bun. But they would all have their lightsabers ready to kill him back, man. So I wonder if Elon Musk, maybe we should mail Elon Musk a lightsaber. Maybe. Hey, I got a good, I got a good trivia question for you if you want to give away some of these lightsabers hmm. since you're talking about the anime at these conventions. Uh, and it's a tough one. And I know the answer, and I'll give it to you secretly. But uh, you can ask people what what is considered to be the very first anime cartoon ever created. And Uh-oh. The year's way back. I mean, it's 1957, 56, something like that. Uh-oh, people. You got to take the way back machine. And there's there's your answer on the private chat screen. Okay, cool. Well, I don't see it right now because I got the full screen open. But <laughs> Stop that thing. I get my hand tangled up. Speaking of that, you know, that because we'll probably include this question in here. Oh, okay. I see it right there. And uh, so we'll probably include this question because, you know, we, it's, it's funny. He said we talked about the Wayback Machine, but and thank you, Trish. I didn't even see her typing in there. Um, you know, just last year we gave away some books because I asked people, I said, look, I'll give away three books for the first three people who can tell me what the Wayback Machine is, right? And it was like crickets for 10, 15, because the beginning of the show, it might have been 30 minutes. It was not even. People were sending me, but they just weren't even coming close to what it was. And in about 45 minutes, in one person got it right. So I said, okay, we got one winner. And, and I said, we got two more spots. And I said, tell me where we had the Wayback Machine. And then, you know, we went on the show. Finally, by the end of the show, three people actually got it. Uh, so uh, it, it was kind of cool. Sherman set the Wayback Machine for. That's right. 
Oh, we, we did underdog one night and had one person get who underdog was. Uh, actually, we didn't actually say his name. We did the uh, song, I think. And uh, and one person got it right. The no, Mighty, really... no Mighty Mouse? Mighty Mouse. We, we, done, uh, we done Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> we did his the song with Speedy. Actually, a couple people got Speedy right. But... Heckle and Jekyll. Yeah, man. And uh, we've, I think, uh, one of the girls did Bullwinkle and the Flying Squirrel, Rocky, or whatever his name is. And then somebody did the enemy, the, uh, what is it, Natasha and, uh, oh, I can't think Boris. of name. Boris. Boris, yeah. Boris and Natasha. And somebody did that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, because you never know, because any questions can be used when we're doing these. And stuff like that's kind of fun. And, and you can already tell the younger people are going to have to go research and see what it is. And the older people, I know what the hell that is. <laughs> so, and then sometimes we'll... Um, Somebody was doing rap artists last year and uh, different different rap artists. But it seemed like they were doing quite a few did ones, actually. But still, yeah. it's a little bit more of it during the holiday season, but still. And then there was a couple of nights we did Christmas songs. Who, who wrote this? Who did that? Who was famous for singing this? Like, you know, Bing Crosby and Pat Boone and stuff like that. So, you know, so if you if you're not a if you're not a, if you're young and you're gonna have to go research all that unless you grew up on the music you get, yeah you, you gotta cheat if you're young <laughs> and and you know i have like uh this year uh, for the holidays we'll be playing carol of the bells a lot because it's they're like nine different versions of it and uh, one's from transatlantic orchestra they're just fabulous trans-siberian orchestra trans -Siberian, yeah those guys yeah, are good yeah, they, they do they do a good job and then there's um what Lindsay, I can't think of her name, the violinist, she does it and she does a pretty good job. And uh, she does a lot of uh, stuff for games and stuff too. And she does a lot of her own stuff, but uh, she, she's pretty damn good actually. So, you know, you know, stuff like that and all that will be running. And now that we're into October starting in a couple hours, people, you will start to hear spooky sounds just randomly playing on the network, spooky mm -hmm. music just randomly playing on the network. Poor hosts will be doing their job, and all of a sudden, they'll be <laughs> and they'll go right back, and they'll be like that asshole, and then uh, things like that, or, or you'll, you'll hear something. Mike's got his own sound effects, so we'll just make him use his own. But yeah, it's man, uh, yeah, it's 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 just Halloween. So from now until January, a lot of weird stuff will be going on in the network. We have a lot of fun goofing around, screwing around. Um, no, actually, we'll still be doing news on this show. Unfortunately. Uh, even during the holidays, news goes on. It doesn't take a break because news we're on does break. not break. Even, but you ever notice whenever they say there's, there's, you know, they're going to show you some news on the TV. It's always a news break, but news never breaks. I see that the judge has sided with Trump yet again. The DOJ is about to explode. I seen his face today. I was like, I'm like, dude, you need to chill. You're about to pop like the guy off of um, what's a TV show I like so much, uh, Little China. Uh, uh, Oh man, my brain is China. yeah, big trouble in little China. My brain yeah. is fried tonight. That's what happens when you drive for a week, um, or when you get old. Yeah, well, no, actually, it's been actually behaving itself lately. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's, it's like yeah, we're good, we're good. So the thing with an older brain, Joe, is when you need to recall certain information, that's when you forget it. And until that point, we need to recall it. It's up there, you know it right away. But as soon as you need to use it for an example. It's like, oh my God, where did oh, that yeah, go? So, I can't remember now. Well, I could just cheat and keep it all around me. That's right. probably the easiest way to do it. But you know, I, I could take a lesson from Joe Biden and get a shot. Yeah, or get yeah, have someone with a with a you know teleprompter with all your facts and stats and numbers. Supreme Court arrange, rearranges its seating chart as Jackson takes the bench. But that's right. I forgot we got a new uh, the girl who took over for 
Oh, man. This girl, I hope this girl's as good as the old broad was. Uh, I like the old broad. What was her name? Um, she was she was great. She was a thorn in everyone's ass, the Republicans and the Democrats. And she was a cantankerous old biatch, too. That's probably why she's like a down. bunch of old guys that can't remember a goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're on the right side. Like old guys that can't remember anything. Well, what what was that? Huh? Yeah, who was that? I know. Uh, who was that? I don't remember. Who was that? He used to do this. Right? Like New Gingrich. First off, New Gingrich was never on the Supreme Court. Last I checked, he was a guy. Anyway, I mean, just, just no, no, no. I'm sorry. I can't believe you sent me that. I just got to leave that alone. That was that was just retardism. Ginsburg, you're talking about? Yeah, Ruth Ginsburg. Yeah, Ruth yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Here Ruth we go. Ginsburg. And uh, she was a cracker and a half, man. She really was. She was something else. Um, so. Again, another judge is siding with Trump. Like, it's a good thing he, he appointed them 400 judges, man. He could be in deep trouble without him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, well, see, that's what the DOJ is so mad about because he knows if this goes in front of a judge judge and Trump gets an appeal, eventually it's going to wind up in the front of the Supreme Court. And he knows what happens when he goes to the Supreme Court. It's over with. He's lost. Yeah. So this is more about just damaging Trump's reputation and trying to help the midterms. This is completely political. So – for people like the DOJ who won't go do anything about Hunter Biden or go arrest Hillary Clinton for any of the stuff she's done after they've proved she tried to tamper with an election. I'm like, well, what do you mean? I said she gave a false dossier to the FBI to try to damage her, can't her uh, political adversary's reputation so she could win. It's tampering with an election. That's that's big time fraud in the United States. It's not fraud. It's treason. It's a, and, know, and, 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 it yeah, it's treason. That. And it's, it's it's worse than that because there was judges that went along with this. Well, who were lied to? I don't understand why the judges aren't so furious with the FBI. Uh, I just don't understand it. And then you heard how corrupt some of the stuff that was that went on in the FBI. It's it's just scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the FBI. They're one of my favorite alphabet organizations. But some of the stuff lately has just been like, wow. Yeah, the, the Democrats have weaponized everything. They've weaponized the FBI, the DOJ, um, the Constitution, all against Trump. They, um, they, I, I mean, they've, they've, they've abused this, this stuff so much, it's not even funny. And this DOJ, you know, going and raiding the thing after the other woman had already signed off on I mean, this is just... And then, I don't know, in a court, this is what's going to be hard for the DOJ. He can say and do whatever he wants, but in, in, a, in a jury... It's going to be hard for them people not to say, well, he is president. If he wants to declassify something, he can. Because there's lots of precedents for it. I mean, there's, there's lots and lots of places that you can read throughout the Constitution that pretty much gives the president the right to declassify whatever hell he wants. Well, to a degree, anything he has clearance on, anything that's above his clearance, he cannot touch. Well, but technically, the country doesn't know there's anything above his clearance. And they can't go around saying there is something above the president's clearance because then we're going to know and know what the hell it is. So that's not an argument that's going to get used for that simple fact. Several presidents wanted to know what it is that's above that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So why? And that's going to just open up a can of worms that they're not going to be willing to deal with. Uh, So, uh, you know, a lot of this went on. We'll, We'll see what's going to happen come out in November. We're close now. We're, you know. 30, what did you say, the eighth? So we're like 39 days away. 30, 34? Right? Yeah, so, you know, so we're, what, 31 days left in, in October, plus today, 32, and then eight, day, about, 30, about 39 days. And uh, away we go, people. So get out and vote. Whoever you're going to vote for, I mean, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. 
go out and vote, go out and vote, and go out and vote. I always vote my conscience. I never vote a party, so I can be honest about that. I, I vote for who I think is going to be the best candidate. I don't give a shit what party they're in. Don't care what color they are or what sex they are either, as long as I think they can do the job. As long as they can do the job. That's 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 yeah. who you put in office. You don't put in someone because they're your party. Well, uh, so the guy in your party you know, doesn't do the job. You know, and what scares me about what, one of the things that scares me about our media these days is, okay, if you look at the Biden administration, and Obama's was pretty guilty about this too, but the Biden's even worse. So most of the people he's put in office, Kamala got the job because she was black. They admitted that. The Supreme Court justice got the job because she was black. Uh, the girl, the spokesperson right now, got the job because she was gay and black. Okay, that's 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 absolutely and totally illegal in this country to hire someone based on their skin color or their sexual orientation. It's racist. I mean, it's 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 outrageous, is what it is. It, and yet, it also goes against liberals, affirmative action. Yeah, and the liberals sit there like, well. They want to defend people, but yet they allow this crap to go on. But they want to run around and say, oh, this person's being, but you're doing it, liberals. You're the one doing it. Think about what's going on here. You're giving people jobs. I mean, look at Kamala. She should have never been vice president. Remember the guy who couldn't spell potato and put, he spelled the potato instead of or, potato? Remember, yeah, remember him? He should never been, he should have never been in office and he didn't get in there. And Kamala shouldn't have it either. Some people should not be vice president. Oh, no, I love Dorothy Cheney. You can kiss my ass. Uh, I love Darth Cheney. He he was his daughter sucks, but he was cool. Uh, he he was part of what helped keep our enemies at bay. They were as yeah. scared of him as they were of Reagan and Bush. Shit, yeah, Darth Cheney was the guy not just piss off, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, he would shoot you in the face. With yeah, his own yeah, Bush was president, but Darth Cheney was the one running the country. My friend, right. don't ever absolutely, doubt yeah, that. Absolutely, don't ever doubt who was running the country. It was Darth Cheney. I mean, this man had a heart attack. And he had. Replacements done and was at work three days later. That's that's when I nicknamed you Darth Cheney. I was like, Jesus, this guy's unbelievable. Um, he wasn't playing around. He had no problem protecting our country and making sure it was safe. He wanted a safe country and a good economy. So you know, he should have been the president. But you know, unfortunately, that's not he how was. it worked out. Well, yeah, he was, true. He but was, he was the, the undercover president on a back channel. He was, yeah. Well, right now, Jill Biden. I mean, Jill, yeah, Jill, Jill Biden's running the country right now, so uh, not doing a very good job of it either. And uh, technically, she's the first woman president because she's running the country. And because I don't know who else that Joe Biden would bow to. He's not going to bow to any of these young whippersnappers. He'd get angry and tell them to go f themselves. I mean, the only person I would see him giving way to would be his wife. I don't think he'd give way to anybody else. Yeah, well, she's dressing him too. On the other hand, so he's, he obviously he can't do it himself. So, uh, you know, I, I feel for Biden. He got thrown into this. He shouldn't have got thrown into this. Um, you know, he wanted to prove something. He should have ran the first time. He might have beat Trump the first time. And you know, might have. Of course, he'd be going down too because whoever was president when COVID hit was going to be going. No, there was no way to get out of COVID and look good. Trump did everything you were supposed to. It still looked bad, uh, just for that sheer amount of people dying. So, I mean, it's just one of those things. Uh, so anybody coming in was going to have a, hard, a good time and uh, or have a hard time uh, losing. So, uh, And here we are. Last I heard, the pandemic was over. That's Biden officially said the pandemic is gone. It's over with. There is no put more pandemic. To be honest, it never really <laughs> started. <laughs> I mean, the flu still has killed more people from 1918 till today than than Corona ever will. It's just, it's just 
weird. Yeah. You know, the first two years of, of, of the flu, the Spanish flu after World War One, uh, was 50,000 people were dead. How many people we got killed from from COVID? Six, seven thousand worldwide. Something like that. Oh, yeah. oh no, the COVID worldwide. I don't know what it is. It's over a million now, but it's uh, uh it's, it over, it's it's over a million in the United States. But it's um, but the thing about it is, is it's it it's a pandemic. It you know it lasted a couple of years, and then it's like all the rest of them. It's fading out. And will it be here every year like the flu? I guess that's the thing we're gonna have to wait and see. Uh, it does seem to be mutating, but it doesn't seem to be. Total deaths worldwide is six point five four million. Yeah, that's 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 pretty good up. That's pretty good up there. That's for the how many ever years it's been. But that's we're we're three years in. Spanish flu was within nineteen eighteen to twenty and fifty thousand dead. So there, where's the pandemic? It's a it's it's a tough it's a tough thing when you get into all of this stuff, but. You know what? It's it's what we talked about a long time ago. I talked about it on my show back back in January 2020 when I saw the whole pandemic coming. You know that it's going to have to cycle through people. As it goes through people, it's going to change. It's going to morph. It's going to do its business. And then as it hits our immune systems, you know it keeps getting fought back and fought back. You know the very first virus that hit the very first host is not the same virus that's out there now. And then that was much more deadly and, uh, you know, people's bodies couldn't fight it off. So we've gotten to a point where the virus isn't as bad. It still has the potential of being really bad, though, is the issue, you know. And then for Biden to say it's over, it's not over because if you look at the numbers. No, no, it's not over. I mean, the CDC was just saying yesterday, wear a mask indoors. We're still losing four or five hundred people a day to COVID-19. And the Queen died of COVID. They they came out as uh, old age, they said. They, They didn't want, I guess. To, to dirty her her whatever say she died of COVID well let's face it she got COVID a few weeks back you know and then then she died so uh, you know that's just kind of the way it goes but she's almost a hundred wasn't she she's ninety six yeah but you still you know still you don't want to be in, in close contact with people who are ill uh, you know and then I don't know it's, it's going to have to cycle through it could come back with the vengeance now we're getting into winter there's always a spike in winter so we'll see that too you know. Yeah, let's see if Biden reannounces it before. I'm surprised he hasn't tried to pull some shit this close to the election. Um, you know, because you know, a lot of these states have gotten over this. Let's do all these drop boxes all over the place and stuff. It's uh, they really do. You really need to see someone's ID when you're letting them vote. Uh, I mean, just just non ID shit. I I don't understand why in 2022, you know, 250 year old country is still fighting about having to have IDs to vote. I mean, actually, just dude. I have to show ID in New York to buy whipped cream, to buy, you know, in the can. can to buy paint, cream. to buy alcohol, yeah. cigarettes sometimes. I mean, it, oh, I know. It, you're, you're voting for potentially the, the, the leader of the free world. You, you need to identify who you are. I mean, I could go up and say, hey, I'm Joe Montado and vote in Joe's place and take away his vote. Well, they've caught people in the Northeast doing this many times. And, you know, one lady got busted and doing the last election. She rode around and she rode around and voted in like four different counties in each in like five different states. I was like, you gotta be kidding me, man. Now granted, that's not gonna be enough to turn election, but if you got a hundred or a thousand people out there doing it, that could change a, a close election. So I, I just and yet we didn't even penalize it for it. I, I totally confused me. I was like, You gotta be shitting me. Why isn't this woman in jail? I mean, stuff like that, people need to be, you know, made taking it 
made examples out of it and said, no, you can't do that. Um, we, all, we can't allow that to go on. It's, it's, right. I, it's, I, I've gotten to the point where I stay aggravated with these countries anymore, uh, with, the, with our country anymore, because it just doesn't seem like we really care enough to change anything. Yeah, well, I know. I think people are lazy. I think, I think people, people do, complacent. but but it's the Democrats and the, and the Republicans who are fighting this. I think it's the Democrats more than the Republicans who are fighting that you, you have to have an ID to, to vote. But I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, it, you go to you go to the, your, your polling place. You don't know those people. They don't know you. I've, I've been in this community a year and a half now. I'm a little over a year and a half. And when I go to vote in November at my polling place, no one knows me there. You know, I might walk into my, I might, buy, I might, you know, pass by my neighbor next door, standing in line, and we say, "Hey, hi, what's going on?" But he's not in charge. He doesn't know. You know, he can't verify who I am to the people up there either. An ID card, simple. It's got your picture. It's got your name. It's got your social security number. All other kinds of great information. It should be federal law across the country. You have to show ID to vote. Period. I agree. I don't. I, don't, I still to this day don't know why it's an argument. And every poll ever taken says that America would vote for it overwhelmingly. I, you know, and we don't I'd, vote I'd for vote anything overwhelmingly. I'd vote it. I'd vote it. I would. Everybody I know would. The only people I know that wouldn't do it is people who want to cheat. There's no other reason not to vote for it. And then, again, that's your Democratic Party right there, who are the main proponents against carding for voting. Well, I don't, but we shouldn't have. Well, you know, some people. I love one of my favorite arguments, one of the other people's favorite argument. Some people are too poor to go out and get an ID. Okay, well, first off, if they're poor, too poor to go get an ID, they're probably too poor to go vote because they got to get a ride or something. But you'll go bust them to go vote, but you won't go bust them to get an ID. So I always ask the same thing. I said, well, these people need to be reported because in the United States, it's illegal. You're a vagrant if you don't have an ID. You can't get your social security. You can't get your welfare. You can't go to your store. You can't cash your check. You can't do anything. You can't cash. You can't take money out of the bank. You, you know, can't do anything without your ID. But you go into the bank. You can't get money out without having an Matter ID. Matter of fact, the only thing you can do in this country without an ID is vote. I mean, just just something is fundamentally wrong with this. It, it bothers me that we have that many ignorant people in the country that think this is okay. Yeah. I, I, it's, it just doesn't make sense to me one bit at all. Yes. It, it oh. makes sense because they want people to be lazy and complacent. They don't want people to think for themselves and you know, and and be leaders. They want followers, right? Well, I, mean, I, don't think it's just, I don't think it's just that. I think it's also that the, the people being voted in, they want everyone to put in a vote. They don't want you to have to go through a hoop, like showing your ID. And if you don't have an ID, having to go down and pay six bucks to get one from the state. You know, I mean, I don't think it costs all that much to get just an identification. Uh, so, you know, it, the, the it's free. I'm poor. You can get well, one you know, for free. Come up with six bucks and get an ID. Come on. You can get a non-driver's ID. You can get all exactly. Or, you know, so my wife is, doesn't drive anymore, so she she's older. So they gave her a, her IDs for life now. That's it. They'll she show their ID for a welfare check. You know what I mean? Like for the money, yeah. they'll show their ID. They, they're happy well, that's the thing. You you can't get it without it without an ID. I mean, it, it's I'm you saying most of them. The well what bothers me about this: almost all old people I know, including myself, have to go to the doctor at some point or another. You have to show your ID every time you go on a doctor. Every time. It doesn't matter, doesn't matter if you're on welfare or not. You have to show that ID. So who are these people? The only people I know that in this country that's not going to have IDs are going to be illegals. Even old people. Even, what do you mean black people? No. doesn't matter what color you are, what age you are, you're going to have to have an ID in this country. 
It's just if you're if you legally born here, you're going to have an idea. You're not getting anything done, period. Uh, so why you wouldn't have to have one to vote, I still don't understand. And for the most part, most people will not fight the idea of having an ID. Even liberals are okay with voter IDs. I just don't know why it hasn't been implemented yet. Because it affects the polling. It does. Oh, Chinese archaeologists find one million year old human skull. Ooh, good for them. Wow. Uh, yeah, through short. Oh, yeah, go on, Navy carrier. Get out there. Go out and get in trouble. Go watch somebody try to blow this big ass <laughs> carrier up. Oh, my God. Well, that thing's surrounded by like 40, 50 ships. <laughs> it, there's a lot of ships around it. It's got a submarine around it. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably got at least two. It's um, it's it's. De- I mean, the original. I heard, I heard that-, that they say you can't sink it with a, t- a torpedo. <clears throat> it's um, you can't sink it with a torpedo. They said no, well, not with a conventional torpedo. No, you'd have to need it. You'd have to. You'd have if you use just conventional torpedoes, it'd take quite a few. Yeah, you had to hit the um, focus on the midship and the stern all at once. But you, you, they have uh, carrier busted torpedoes. They're like low yield nukes. Um, very low yield nukes, but still enough to break a ship in half. But the problem with that is they have stuff that shoots that shit out the water. And any ship or any sub would actually put itself in the way of the carrier. If, if it couldn't mm-hmm. shoot it down, it would physically put itself in the way. Um, well, even if it doesn't, you got your submarines got uh, countermeasures for torpedoes. They got, you know, drone propellers that they can launch. Oh, the carrier and, does itself. I mean, the carrier has stuff itself for that. Yeah, the and, carrier um, does too. Absolutely. It's it's that just you know it's it, the carriage they have a lot of stuff on board the ships to protect it but I mean there's lots of different types of guns and weapons and all sorts of stuff and there's but for the main part the the fleet is there for one reason it's there to protect that carrier that's it's, its support job the carrier yeah yeah no matter what happens and all captains are got the same order you will sacrifice your ship before you let that carrier take a hit. Um, and that's that's just that's just the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, one because there's five thousand people on board that ship, and it costs fourteen billion dollars to build. Actually, I think it's one hundred forty. Probably with this Gerald Ford, it's probably closer to six or seven thousand now. Yeah. So the thing about it is, well, some of the new technologies allow us to put less staff on board. The yeah, Zimwalt, which a normal destroyer would have a lot more people. Less, yeah. So I think it's three thousand uh, or something like that. Yeah, it's it's a little lower count than you would think. And it's same thing when we found out about the Zimwald. Normally, a, a destroyer that size would have had close to a thousand people, but this one has about one hundred and sixty. I heard. Um, so there's a lot of automated systems on board these ships now, uh, which is which is good to an extent. But I would imagine at war times we would still double up the number of people on board the ships, uh, just for oh, reasons. Sure, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, if you're going to run twenty four hour operations, whether you're a sub or a carrier or a destroyer, you need three shifts. You need A, B, and C. So. Yeah. 160 people is barely you know, probably enough. I, I, remember, I remember being on Nimitz, you know, we the alarm would go off, so we just, uh, tender would be coming up on the side of the ship. Well, usually when the tenders come on board, we're bringing on stuff. We had hatches on the side of the ship that open, they do, and we start bringing shit back and forth. But what you'll see is a lot of times when you're doing that, you'll look down and there'll be a submarine between the tender and the carrier uh, taking on fuel and weapons or taking on, on weapons and food. Usually it's not fuel because they're almost all nuclear powered now, but yeah. um, they'll, they'll be bringing on food. So if you don't even know they're there, you couldn't even see them. If you were on radar watching from above or below, you wouldn't even see them there. And you, you know, you'd see it like once a week or once every two weeks, one would pop up. 
And uh, there we'd be, you know, different class sub. You're just kind of like, wow, and they look badass. They look tiny when they're next to the carrier, but they still look badass. Uh, the crew, the they said, is, I don't know. How's it? So they said complement 508 officers and 3,789 enlisted. But then it says crew about 2,600. So is that in addition to the yeah, so, so what they're doing is, is, is you've got the pilots and all of them are listed separately. Uh, probably mm-hmm. all the flight crew is also listed separately. So they that's, get the ship the, crew. That's the extra crew. Is the, yeah, is so the, the ship deck. crew is what runs the ship and keeps the ship going along with its officers. And then you have the flight crews uh, and they and all the people that go along with the flight. Uh, so the reason they do that is because flight crews can be reassigned to other ships or other ports or other bases. Uh, see, I was with the River Rattlers. So sometimes we were deployed in Nimitz. Sometimes we were at Alvin Calendar Field, New Orleans. Sometimes we were in, they were in Europe, which I didn't get to go, but they were over there. So. So a flight can be removed and some other flight can be put in its place, wow. but they all come with their own crews, their own people. That's the thing about the Navy. They don't screw around. So like the F-15 squadrons, the A-7 squadrons, they all have their own flight crews. Uh, and those crews travel around with those jets. And uh, you'll have two or three crews intermingling with each other. So all the jets can be serviced really fast. But these are all people who really know each other well, trust each other, um, you know, because you have to know your shit and it has to be fast. Uh, there ain't no fucking around. You got to know. And, you know, I've seen people get killed several times on a carry inside a hangar. I've seen people get killed. Guy got his foot caught. It was his mistake because he forgot to put the pins in the seat uh, before he got into it. So when he got out, his foot got hung on the ejection seat and he pulled and it, it shot him up and killed him, hit him and it pushed him on top of the canopy and killed him. Um, Damn. So it was a rough way to go. But I mean, but if he would have done his job and put the pins in, see, first thing you do, you, you check the hot brakes. Then you pin all the weapons. Uh, and before you let that pilot come out, you pin that seat just in case that kind of shit don't happen. And then you can move back and forth freely. And then there's a, a thing in there you can turn that dis, uh, turns off the charge so you, it can't go off accidentally. But, you know, these, these planes, people don't realize these planes are coming in. They're hot. They got weapons on board them. Their brakes are hot. Their planes, their cells are hot. The engines are hot. They've been flying. Yeah, you know, I mean, it just... You know, you you really have to have your head about yourself when you're on board a deck of a carrier. It's it's way more dangerous than a regular um, flight line. I've worked both. Uh, you know, the ship's moving. You can feel it moving on your feet. Sometimes it's rocking and rolling as planes are coming in. Um, those planes, you, you have to be aware of your pilots at all times. You have to be aware of the plane at all times because the bitch goes rogue, it could kill you. Um, I, I've seen three of them hit the damn conning tower. Just thank God them conning towers are built like they are. Man, I seen F eighteen, did brand new F eighteen, just smashing a continental. The pilots got out in time, but and they got lucky because the wind caught them and brought them behind the carrier. But I seen one pilot eject, and the carrier just mowed right over the top of him. As he went, the plane just powered. The power died right as it went over the edge, and uh, he ejected, but it wasn't soon enough. And he, he, under the carrier, he went. So you know what happened to him? He was toast. He was chopped fish food, is what he was. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you got with the Gerald Ford; it's eleven hundred feet long. That that piece of metal is not getting out of your way quickly if you make a mistake. No, and it's and, and you know, so many things goes on in the flight decks and the canopy systems and and the launch systems and how things work, the retrieval cables. You always got to be aware of where the hooks are and the cables are, so you don't get caught up in something. You got to understand how the launching system, what we used the steam system, but it was badass. But you, you had to be aware. You had to be aware where you were standing on deck when that plane was launched because uh, you'd lose your freaking head. It was just, it was a danger. And people got hurt all the time. Um, it was just a risky job that, you know, you always, 
you were on 12 oh, hours yeah, a lot man. of times and you just had to know where you were. And I don't if you work on anything it, industrial, there's always accidents with industrial stuff. No matter if you work in a factory, you work on a, on a ship or shipyard or whatever. So amazing this thing holds 75 aircraft, man. That's a lot. The Gerald Ford. So, there's a lot of planes. Oh, and yeah. So we, we, had a, we had a request uh, from one of our hosts. She said something about wanting to talk about eating babies' heads and shit. I'm not sure what that was. Uh, you can go 30, 30, 35 miles per hour, man. 30 knots. That's 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 fast for a, a thing that big, man. My God. Yeah. Well, 35 knots is uh, what? 46 30, miles an 30 hour. Knots. 30 knots. 35 miles per hour. Okay. So so the way carriers work is whatever the um, listed speed is, is usually double what the real it's speed is. It's got two is. nuclear power reactors. Yes. Yeah, which could pr really put it over 70 miles an hour quite easy, 80 miles an hour. 20, I can tell you this. Decks, 25 I, decks. I can tell you this because I already got huge. in trouble for this once, but I, I, I'll tell you this. Since Nimitz is decommissioned, it was way faster than it was official. Its official speed was 35 knots. Its unofficial speed was closer to 90. Uh, that bitch, when it got up and rolling, those turbines got to move, and she was just moving. Man, this thing's 1,092 feet long. 256 foot beam. Yeah, she's ready to go to war. So 36 knots in miles per hour is 41. 250 feet tall. Yeah, she's massive. She's a she's and she's a warrior. She's out there, or he's a warrior. Dude, 250 yeah. feet tall. That's huge. I, I know how tall that is. Yeah, that, that's, that's like that's, that's a, a 250 story building, is what that is. That's a that's exactly what that stories. is. You're yeah, talking a, a floating oh city on the water that with going 90 knots. About 100 miles powered an hour. Powered by nuclear water. nuclear power plants. With powered by nuclear, going 104 rockets. miles an hour in the water. <laughs> and 75 Zeta aircraft. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 a strange. I know we got to get out of here, but uh, there's a lot of strange stuff goes on. But Trish Mo was in the room with us from the missing piece. Uh, she was in chat with us. She was telling me something about wanting to eat, eat babies. I was like, come on and tell us about it. We're ready to hear about zombie babies. Um, it's it's Halloween, people. It's October here and. Well, for Michael, it already is October. For Jay, it's already October, too. For me, we are 35 minutes away, uh, and it will be October. And we can and all it, party. In down. two days, I start my new job. I mean, is it a zombie or is it walking? Is it like a living dead? Yeah, how's your new job, man? I, I start Monday, so I'll, I'll let you know next time we're on. And then on oh. the 9th this month, I will okay. turn 56. You're just a puppy, man. <laughs> You're just a puppy. I know Jericho. I, don't worry about Jericho. Somebody had they asked me my age. I said, "We'll figure it out." And uh, and they get confused because if if you see the video I did, like the acceptance speeches or the video I did with um, Emily the other day at Writers of the Future, that fan X look entirely different than I do right now. So I probably looked at least ten years older than I do. I right know. Now. I saw you wearing a thong, man. What the hell was that all about? <laughs> I like them thongs, like, man. They're kind of comfortable, you know. As, as long as they got support like, in the front, this, I'm man? good, you know. I got to have the thong with the frontal support. I'm just saying, I got to have the thong with the you know frontal support. It's got to have extra support. That's all. Well, it's not, it not just that, but the thong part in the back keeps all the trunks from sting in your cheeks. I'm gonna come out with a maga thong. Maga thong. People, people will buy it. We're getting out of here, people, because apparently we've we've had too much oxygen at this point. 
And, um, and uh, for everybody else around the country, I know it's, the weather's changing, so be careful. I know it's starting to snow places and it's getting cold. It's going to get slippery and icy as we get in, well, into the holidays. Already. Remember, already. remember, we're going to be giving books mm-hmm. away. Matter of fact, if you can tell me where the Wayback Machine comes from and who uses it, I will give you a brand new version of Right of Future, book 36, and it's an anthology. Just write to me at icar at cox.net, I-C-A-R at cox.net. As a matter of fact, the first three people who tell me, I'll give each one of y'all a book. And though you're not getting the lightsaber, that's for a much bigger thing closer to the holidays. Uh, yes, that's going to be – we'll be giving those away in, in December, yes, to very loyal listeners. So pay attention when we, we start asking questions. I'm going to try to get at least four of them given away so we, we can give a good four away make somebody happy for Christmas, somebody's grandkid or kid, or even some adult somewhere, since most of the people buying the damn things were adults, not kids. <laughs> but what I don't know. Dead gonna... People out there that, that Joe Biden is talking about, like, there's mm-hmm. some dead people on there. You know, you know, it's like, it's like he was saying, he's talking to the other side because he's getting ready to cross. I was thinking, oh, please, no, please, no, not Camilla. I can't take Camilla, man. No <laughs> way. I, I I might have to move. I, I don't know if I can do Camilla. Not the I Canada. Mean, there would be. I guarantee that Republicans, all of them, would have just right off the bat do a vote of no confidence. And I think a lot of Democrats might follow suit because she's dangerous. Uh, the problem is, though, if if the Republicans win the House, and something was to happen to Biden, and Camilla took over, then the next person in line to be president would be the Speaker of the House, which would not be Nancy, would be the new Republican. So I guess Dems, would, no matter what, would try to hang on to, to Camilla would destroy the country. She's an idiot. I mean, she can't even speak. I, I she speaks she worse than Biden bad. does. Dude, saying that North yeah. Korea is our ally, I mean, she, that's, that she got, she has, she's as, as smart as a box of rocks. I mean, that, that's that yeah, simple. She, she must have just the used, brightest bulb in the box. I don't know what she used to get through her, her career and become a prosecutor, but oh my God. I, I think she probably plea bargained everything anyway. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't yeah, like or, or she lost every case, either or. A lot of people well, get jobs because of their skin color. I hate to say that's just what's it, going that's how on. she got hers. And, and, you know, it's it's not a good mix. It's not a good mix. It, it's actually racism and it's a terrible well, thing. To I do. don't understand why. No, it's not racism. They call it affirmative action when they do that. Yeah, which has got to go soon. I mean, the way the country's changing, affirmative action can't stay around much longer. It's going to be just right out discrimination. If Mayor Adams in New York City was Caucasian, he wouldn't have gotten uh, elected. You know, so so I mean, Obama, if he was white, he wouldn't have gotten elected. And he and Obama has no roots in the black community in the United States. Black people no, were yeah. very let down by him, and, and they were very angry. They thought when he got in there, they were going to get all kinds of stuff. I don't know what they thought they were going to yeah, get. Yeah, because, you know, but, because but, he yeah, wasn't he raised poor. He was raised in a higher standard yeah. of living. He didn't improve he, anyone's situation. No, he made it worse, oh, actually. That's not true. He did improve his own situation. Yeah, he did. Oh, his true. own. I can't, I can't argue with He that. made poor people more. You know what? Under Obama, Americans lost one-third of their wealth. A third of their wealth, man. So think about and that. Trump brought it back, and 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 Biden's giving away. Okay, this I mean, is Biden's giving it away. Again. People, this is what happens when you piss me off. You say, <laughs> "That's what's going to happen to you." Say hi to the last person who screwed with my lightsaber. Okay, I'm just. Are you killing aliens again, here. man? We're not supposed wow. to do that. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> We're supposed to probe. All right, I'm twelve. I can't yeah. help myself. <laughs> 
We're supposed to probe the aliens. We're not supposed to. Uh, yeah, that would make a good probing stick, by the way. And when you hit the button, wouldn't that be the, funny the, though? The if they landed up. and they got probed instead, they'd be so like, oh, yeah, turn around, hey, buddy. So I got something for what you. Happened? It's called the what light happened, the Egbert? They they probed me. They did. They were a terrible thing. Really landed in the gay bar, and oh my god, you wouldn't believe what happened. <laughs> <laughs> they said aliens, <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> mm. uh, oh, that's a bunch of weirdos. But we got to get out of here, guys. We're they better be careful where they time, land. Man. They land in the wrong neighborhood, man. They're gonna lose that spaceship. They get or they get mugged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's man. I know you. you, you know, that's crazy, you know, it's you funny bunch, before we go. Get a bunch of thugs robbing I'll, places with a spaceship. I I'll be places. The, you know, I see places. there's a movie in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I have a movie in there. I'll be places sometimes. I'll be dressed decent, get out a nice car, and I'll be in some bad neighborhoods. Sometimes people start looking at you and looking at you. And it's funny because when I get out the car, you don't see it. But when I do, I, I move my shirt back. The next thing you see is that gun hanging on my hip. And everybody's like, oh, hi, Mr. Joe. How are you today? We love you. Uh, how you been? We love you, man. Yeah, I bet you do. You just back your ass up away from my car. <laughs> and, uh, and, well, you got to be careful because I mean, there's some dangerous neighborhoods in New Orleans. That they, they, it's not go, necessarily that they're racist; they're just dangerous. When a veteran EMT uh, female on break from her job gets stabbed to death by a that's just that's street. just sad. I mean, and, that, and the that's guy who did it was sad. was mentally ill. The whole block said that you know he was a loner and he was weird, and you know he always like would, would say these terrible things to people, or whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, this guy, for whatever reason, he ran at her with a knife and, and stabbed her over 20 times and killed her. You know, didn't even know her, nothing, man. And then there, she, there it is, she's dead. Family crushed and, you know, you have this another psycho. The psychos are coming out of the woodwork because they can, and they're being driven to because of all the negative information out there. You know, this is a young girl committed suicide a few years ago, and they, they ruled her death as too much exposure to the Internet. Because she was morbidly depressed. The, the social media made her depressed. It made it worse. And they said that they have apps that that kind of, you know, uh, play to that. Even people cutting themselves and doing all these terrible things, doing the heavy drugs, uh, how they sensationalize it. They actually make some of that stuff look cool. It's dangerous to have young minds on, on these terrible things. The girl was, was a, a young teenager. You know, some people can't handle it. So social media, you know what? There, there needs to be a lot of uh, uh, questions asked and answers answered because it's affecting children. I remember when they first got all the, you know, on the bus with all the iPhones, kids were watching porno on the, and then my kids would be like, everybody's watching porno on, on their, 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 their cell phones. Like, what does the bus driver do about it? You know, what can they do about it? You report them to school. Well, there's nothing we can do about it. Well, no, there is. There is. Yeah. You know, there is something you can do about it. So I don't know that best. That's well, the beginning of the end. They they make they make you be a special age to get to be able to buy tobacco. It used to be eighteen. Now it's twenty one. You have to be a special age to vote. It's now it's eighteen. It might turn to twenty one. You have to be twenty one to buy alcohol. You, not the liberals. They, they they, they want to make it sixteen. You know? What, you know what? Why does a five year old need no, a cell phone? Nobody was dying from cigarettes at eighteen years old, nineteen years old, especially when I was that age. You know, nobody was dying from sixteen. My father had them in his, in his uh, gas station, forty-five cents a pack. I remember when I was like seven or eight years old. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually bought a pack at one point and smoked it with my friends just to do it. You know, and think about it, cigarettes were different back then. They were, they were they were less toxic. Now there's all kinds of fire retardant stuff in there. So if people fall asleep with a cigarette, it doesn't keep burning. It, it goes out instead, but it's fire retardant. You're, people are smoking these chemicals, 67 chemicals in, in cigarettes. 
right? Not so it's not just tobacco, you know, it's not tobacco and whatever. But anyway, it, it, you're right. I mean, they they keep raising the age and raising the age. And you know, I was a young teen when they made drink, drinking age uh, 21, and mm-hmm. a lot of bars. There was bars in our town. We went there at 17, 18, have a beer and hang out and have a drink because they wouldn't overserve you. They they knew you're off the streets. You're hanging out with your friends in a bar. Throwing darts, playing pool, you know, getting a laugh on. Nobody got blithering drunk like that. And maybe one, you know, once in a while, right? But not not even from the bar. There was this Chinese guy called Lee's Liquors. He would yeah. sell you anything. 13 years old, you can walk in there. If you got the cash, you're walking out with bottles of booze, man. Straight up Jack Daniels, Southern Comfort, whatever. He was happy and smiling all the time. Thank you. <laughs> Come again. <laughs> But, but we would get Boone's Farm, Strawberry Hill, and go play roller hockey. Right, mean. but we have all these ages for these certain things. You have to be of age to, to operate or utilize. Why not put an age on cell phones? I mean, it's the, why it's does the a five-year-old, ten-year-old, sixth-grader need a goddamn cell phone? They don't. No, no they don't. It, it, governmental judgment is a huge deal. And now you got the marijuana, you know, it'll be legalized all over the place. Mm-hmm. And, and again, they, you know, you have something that never hurt anyone before. It's not going to hurt anyone now. That's not going to hurt anyone in the future, you know. And, and even the people that say, "Oh, well, you can't drive a car on marijuana," I know people that drive better uh, uh, on wait, marijuana. Wait, and and you would have to prove that in court. You have to prove that that your abilities aren't as good as what they could be without the marijuana. You have to prove that alcohol. Yeah, I can see. Sure, you know, when people are drunk, they're drunk. You know, I mean, you can't drive drunk. You really can't. I mean, it messes with all your balance and everything. You know, but uh, but marijuana. They should pass it out at toll booths, you know, yeah. give you a bong hit just, just so you can get down the road, just so you right. don't feel the pain of the toll. Mm-hmm. All right. wait, 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 what's going on here? We got to go through these now that it came up. Somebody sent me these. So it looks like pretty much it's red all the way now, which except like Politico, of course, that's going to be blue, so you can get over that. But I know when I was going through them, it's, it's pretty much 46 red, 44 red, 45, 51 red. I mean, you can see him over here. This is ABC Washington Post. Shows Republicans won in the House by 51. This is Emerson has a tie, which is very liberal. Rasmussen has him at 44. CBS Battleground Tracker has him winning by a point. Uh, RCA has him winning by a point. Fox has him. Actually, Fox has him losing hmm. uh, by three points. New York Times has him losing by two points. NBC has him tied. Uh, Politico has him losing. So... For the most part, let's see what you got. Yeah, Republicans went in here. Republicans went in here. It's it's pretty much just goes through it. So we've seen a turn in the last week alone where the polls have already switched back, um, where the Republicans are nudging them out. The closer we get to uh, November, I think, the more you're going to see this trend keep up. Mm-hmm. It's it's just that what's going on right now is you know the first off they did that stupid inflation reduction act. So now the country's like really. Well, where's the reduction at it, it? Deflation hasn't gotten any better, and gas really has gone down. That's going back up. So, gas keeps trending up as we're getting close to the election. They're done. It's over with. That it'll be a murder. As it looks right now, it looks like the Republicans are going to take the House and maybe even take the Senate. Um, that means Joe Biden is is I don't know it. Joe Biden's done. All he can do is executive orders. That's it. And yeah. there, won't, there won't be nothing else he can do. Uh, that'll just be the end of that, the whole entire thing. So, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, you make your own thing. Here it is again. Uh, 
Um, I think Trump shouldn't run. I think he's got too many when issues. CBS too and, when you got when you CBS and NBC, but the problem is, is he's got the record, and that's what the real problem. They were talking about this the other day. So Trump's got the record. Nobody else has the record. None of the Republicans do, and none of the Democrats do. Mm. He's shown. DeSantis, he's shown. Yeah, I mean, he. No, he, no, no. He's, no. A, strong, he's a strong leader, and he's a strong he, leader, but he, he don't have the he, lowest. He's shown off a lot. But he doesn't have the lowest black unemployment in the history of the United States. He doesn't have the lowest Hispanic unemployment history in the United States. He doesn't have a GDP growth of 3.6. Well, not yet because he hasn't been president. But the problem is Trump did. Trump had gas prices down and and sometimes in places under a dollar. Food was cheap. Gas was cheap. Travel was cheap. That's going to be hard to beat that. Now the country sees it. But yeah, but he's not as polarizing as Biden and Obama advertising. We're advertising is Vistaprint, one for fifteen forty. Stuff looks like Vista crap. Looks like looks like plastic crap. Vistaprint. What can Vista you get Print? for fifteen dollars and forty cents? Get out of there, Vistaprint. Get off our damn. You're screen. advertising for them now. You got to send them a bill. No, I just say, <laughs> hey, you got to put on our screen. You got to pay the bill now. Hey, it worked for Byron Allen. So Byron Allen is suing McDonald's for billions for ten billion, right? Billion with a B. Saying that McDonald's didn't advertise uh, with, with you know with Weather Channel enough, so because of that, they're suing them for lost revenue over over the years. Byron Allen, you know, I don't even think he's owned the Weather Channel that long, but you know, he's got it, it's a black owned. You know, he really, he pushes. It. He's a failed comedian who be, who became wealthy from pushing this black owned uh, media company. Right, and he gets a lot of freebies from the government, a lot of handouts and things like that. Now he owns the Weather Channel. He bought it when they were hurting. You know, and you've seen the decay of the Weather Channel. So McDonald's has, they, they had to form a, a advertising arm just to deal with these black-owned media companies because they didn't want to step out and make a mistake with them. They have all their own rules and whatever. And they said that they didn't advertise them. I mean, you say you're not advertising enough. So you ever have not been hired for a six-figure job? And then are you going to sue that person saying, well, I have lost wages because you didn't hire me. You didn't give me the money. You know, I mean, like you can make that case for anything that that someone didn't give you money. You didn't, you know, you didn't buy this. Oh, I'm trying to sell my Jeep for a million dollars, even though it's not worth it. But you didn't buy it, so I'm going to sue you now. It's just stupid, you know. But you know what? It doesn't do anybody any good. And and I have to say, the Weather Channel sucks. And when it comes to weather and people's safety, you should make that even on cable. They should make it the lowest tier. You know, oh. but, but you have to pay extra to get the Weather Channel. But, but it sucks to, to say it's racism because it's not. You know what I mean? Happy birthday, Jimmy Corner. He's 98. I couldn't help myself. He 98. Still, he still has more cognizance. Than, oh, look, Bill Maher suggests that Biden bumps Kamala Harris for a dim ticket in 2024. Bill Maher doesn't even make any decision. <laughs> Bill Maher's gotten away. He just ain't really happy with his party anymore. Freddy Krueger looking dude. A U.S. prisoner Kruger. captured by Russians prayed for death on brutal ride to freedom. Wow. Wait till wow. these Russians get there and they realize that their ass is in the sling. Those soldiers look so terrible, these old guys. A lot of them had Band-Aid on their fingers because they've been shooting AK-47s. And, you know, I mean, they, these guys aren't they're not ready for war. They're not ready. They weren't even soldiers. <laughs> they're just or old if they grandpas. were, they were soldiers in World War II. Yeah, they're old, they're <laughs> old grandpas. They have well, Russia hasn't had a war, God knows, since then. But but they're all they're a bunch of old grandpas, you know. And then these are the guys they're sending out to war. The rest of them are going over the border, and Georgia is trying to shut the border down because they just have been inundated with hundreds of thousands of Russians leaving. 
you know, they don't want to go to war. So, eh, they got to, you know, they're cowards, yeah, but they got to fight for their their country. I mean, to, against Putin, if they want a future for Russia, you know, but this is going to come, push is going to come to shove. It already has. Putin drew his red line. We drew our red line. So there it is. Yes, you know? it is. We're going to go on that note, guys and girls. We got to get out of here. I don't got hungry now for some reason. Yeah, uh, one hungry. of my friends was sending me pictures of food. Uh, <laughs> on that note, we're going to go. Mike, Jay, nice talking to you. Nice. I'm glad to be Alligator back. Alligator stew, to do some something like that, some, man. Joey, some, we got to talk about radio. New Orleans, the, the crime in New Orleans, and how they're making the citizens. Well, no, uh, there's no crime. The cops. Maybe lying to you, man. Ain't no crime to you, man. <laughs> No what happened? What happened in New Orleans? The citizens have to be the cops now. <laughs> what the, <hell's> <laughs> yeah, the citizens always have to be the cops. That's the problem. Well, we're leaving it up to the citizens, and we're leaving. We're getting out of here. See y'all later. <laughs> Crimes out of control. It's a crime wave. We did it, but we ain't taking credit. Bye. Yeah, yeah, man. The, there you go. You see the uh, the hurricane that came. The mayor of Miami like took off for a fundraiser up in New York. You know. Like Democratic fundraiser, like these the fearless leaders. I'm saying, like, these, well, if, if I had to make a prediction right now, de- depending on what Trump did, I would pick DeSantis to be our next president if he runs. Uh, if Trump runs, I don't know who can beat him, even with all his baggage. I don't know if anybody can beat him. Biden. DeSantis seems like a, a very serious guy. You know, if Trump and, and picks DeSantis as his running party, put they those two together, Trump and DeSantis. So you got that's that's, that's what they've been talking about because that way. It, Trump will Trump will win. He'll get four years, and DeSantis will get eight. So the Republicans will get control for twelve years. That really gives it to make a difference in the country, and that's really the goal. But you know, I'm with Mike. Trump's really divert. He's really divisive, but I think he could still win. It's just, um, do we want to go that route? After what the Democrats have done, I would be forced to vote for him. You know, but I think I would everybody resent, would. That's I would, the problem. I would, I would resent it though, because. Uh, I think that there's better people out there that can do a better job in the Republican Party. Well, there is, there, they are, and there aren't. And it's going to be hard to beat Trump's record as president. I mean, he he pulled off some shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen. Dumps I like how DeSantis numbers on his side already. I like how DeSantis stood up to the federal government, you know, and, and all along he he kind of, you know, he he did his own thing. I mean, he beats, you know, runs by his own drum. So I think that's what you need out of a leader. You need someone who uh, doesn't have a number two mentality. Number two mentality is uh, Kamala. That that's you know you pick a number two because you don't want the number one to get assassinated. So you got to pick somebody so messed up and infallible. You know, like just really, I mean, not infallible. I mean, someone who makes mistakes constantly, fallible. You know, that's her. I mean, say North Korea is our our ally. Oh my God! Insult to South Korea. Insult to North Korea. <laughs> Insult to every American. But what bothers me is is how much you know. I, I often wonder if some of the major media isn't Chinese owned now because some of these blunders make us all look ignorant, it makes the whole country look stupid. But yet they seem to just ignore it or or play it down or. But you know, it's seen because other media are picking it up and playing. It. I don't know. But anyway, we got to go. Goodbye, everybody. Have a wonderful night. It's midnight. Hi, I'm everybody. Check me out every I'm Tuesday and Thursday, out. eight p.m. Eastern, for Discovery Paranormal and Red Pill News, of course, every Friday. With this crew right here. Maybe we can get my friend Tom on next week, man. You got to get the thing going on with his phone. So don't forget, people, November 8th, get your ass out and vote. Jay said he's running for local government, so go vote for him. I'm Uh, running for president. Screw the local. I'm going all the way up. You're going all the way to the hell with all you people. He's going for it. (laughs) Big president. Good night. And hopefully there'll be a new show following us pretty soon. I don't know. Good night, everybody.